1: right,
0: today's Tuesday, November 23rd. Good morning, Kathy.
3: Good morning in the news this morning. 39-year-old Daryl Brooks of Milwaukee has been identified as the suspect who drove an SUV through a Christmas parade in Waukesha, uh, Wisconsin, leaving five people dead and 48 injured, authorities said Monday. We are confident he acted alone. Uh, Police Chief Dan Thompson said at a news conference there is no evidence this is a terrorist incident. Brooks faces five charges of intentional homicide and more charges are possible, Thompson said. The chief said no motive is known. Brooks wasn't involved in a a domestic disturbance earlier Sunday and left the scene just prior to driving his SUV through the parade. Police officers tried to engage Brooks as he approached the parade in his SUV, but Brooks drove through the barricades. Brooks was not injured in the incident. The five deceased victims range in age from 52 to 81 years old and include four women and one man. Brooks has been released, uh, had been released on $1,000 bail earlier this month, according to court records and the Milwaukee County District Attorney's Office, which said in a statement released Monday that the bail had been set inappropriately low. Brooks posted bail on November 11th in relation to the charges including domestic abuse. The charges stemmed from a November 2nd incident in which Brooks is accused of running over a woman with his car while she was walking through a gas station parking lot according to the criminal complaint. A manhunt is underway for a man accused of killing his own daughter in South Jersey. Authorities say officers were called to the 100 block of Round Hill Road in Voorhees Township just before 7 a.m. Monday. 22-year-old Catherine Kellerman was found beaten inside of the home. She she was rushed to an area hospital where she later died, investigators said. Another unidentified victim also suffered non-life threatening injuries in the assault. Voorhees Township Police and the U.S. Marshal Service Regional Fugitive Task Force are searching for 57-year-old Gregory Kellerman, who is Catherine's father. He is facing charges of first-degree murder, one count of first-degree attempted murder and one count of third-degree unlawful possession of a weapon. Anyone with information about Gregory Kellerman's whereabouts is urged to contact Camden County Prosecutor's Office. Further details on what led to the assault have not been released. A New Jersey man who conspired with his girlfriend to concoct a feel-good story about a helpful homeless man and then used the lie to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars in donations online pleaded guilty on Monday in federal court.
4: Isn't it wild that that's still going on? Yeah.
3: Yeah, Mark D'Amico pleaded guilty before U.S. District Judge Noel Hillman in Camden to one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud. An indictment unsealed in January of 2020 charged D'Amico with a total of 16 counts of conspiracy, wire fraud, and money laundering. I
0: was rereading the details of this story this morning. And you know what's weird is it seems like it started off with, with decent intentions. Y- yeah. And and it... it It went viral unbeknownst to, or, you know, not by their design. And all of a sudden all this money came in and then it started getting weird and greedy. And Mm -hmm. I, because reading, you know, initially the text messages between them were like, they kind of just wanted to help this guy out.
4: Yeah. And then it got really big, and then it got really ugly. Yes. I'm waiting though for like the Hulu documentary on this, or you know, because this is just perfect for it. You know, oh, I know. And then who's going to oh, play I us? Know, know. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> we yeah. got one of the only interviews. We sure did. <laughs> with all yeah. three of them. Yeah. Well,
3: yeah. I wonder if we can pick uh, yeah. who plays us. I hope Absolutely. We I hope they come to us first. Uh, the 42 year old already. Dave's on Henry The 42 year old already pleaded guilty to. Trump. I got Hemsworth. <laughs> <laughs> all
4: right. Kathy Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Casey, who do you want?
5: I'm I'll sorry, take, I'll take Mark
4: Ruffalo. All right, all right. I'm not gonna have it. On.
5: George Clooney, I Nick guess. Nick is oh, yeah. Clooney. Oh, I thought we were going all Avengers. Well, oh well. Yeah, we can we can, we can make some. Oh, ads. I didn't know we had a full pull of actors. <laughs> okay.
0: Superheroes. He was Batman once. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah. a good Batman, but he was Batman. Melissa, we'll we'll find something for you. All right.
3: The 42 year old already pleaded guilty to charges in state court last year. His former girlfriend, Caitlin McClure, the homeless veteran Johnny Bobbitt Jr. previously pleaded guilty to state and federal charges. Bob, it was sentenced to five years probation on state charges in 2019. Both are scheduled to be sentenced on the federal charges in early 2022.
4: Do you remember they were going to like, they went to this ball in New York and they had, they were, they were just living high on the hog, like outlandishly so, and people started to go, hmm, yeah. yep. what's it going was on? like Lord Where'd you get Harry. the Beamer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
5: The, there you go.
3: <laughs> the trio made up a story in late to, made up the story in late 2017 about Bobbit giving $20 to help McClure when her car ran out of gas in Philadelphia.
6: It was uh, 2017 that this yeah. happened.
3: Yeah. Unreal. <laughs> D'Amico and McClure solicited donations through GoFundMe to supposedly help Bobbit and conducted newspaper, television, and radio interviews. Investigators said D'Amico was the plot's ringleader. The scam eventually raised more than $400,000 in donations in a span of about a month, according to investigators. Who said almost no part of the tale was true, and that instead the group met near a Philadelphia casino in October of 2017, shortly before they told their story?
0: Marissa handed me a notice as the new Black Widow. Do you mean Florence Pugh who plays the oh, daughter? Do- yeah, yeah. The sister. Good, All right, good choice. Actually, it's go. a good choice. Good yeah, call yeah, from yeah. Marissa. Yep, <laughs> tiny and powerful. Yeah.
3: Authorities began investigating after Bobbitt sued the couple, accusing them of not giving him the money. That's that's really where the problem started.
4: <laughs> Dude, they honestly. They- <laughs> maybe they wouldn't have got away with it scot-free, but it probably would have taken a much longer time for them to have been discovered. Yeah. They but they he said where's my where's piece? my piece? I'm seeing you guys I'm living in a what, the, what they had him like in an RV in the driveway yeah. yeah
0: yeah but but I can understand his concern because he's like
4: wait a minute we what? What? did this to help me <laughs> yeah. right yeah. wasn't yeah. that yeah. the initial
0: idea And, now you're going on uh, and they started
4: taking it. this in fact like an oh Aaron God. Sorkin script for this yeah. would be perfect yes yeah the,
3: the federal criminal complaint alleged all of the money raised in the campaign was spent by March of 2018 with a ch- uh, large chunk spent by McClure and D'Amico on a recreational vehicle Vehicle, a BMW, trips to casinos in Las Vegas and New Jersey. D'Amico is scheduled to be sentenced
6: in March. Steve, there's that book and that movie called A Simple Plan. Oh, well, it's the Coen
4: Brothers. It's yeah, great. And yes. it, it's
6: a great movie and and a really good book, too. But they discover this, uh, they find this lottery money and then it falls uh, apart It falls apart, and people get greedy. And it's just like, it's just another example of too much money and not knowing what to do with it. And people just getting way too greedy. Yeah, this would be right in that wheelhouse.
3: Well, and all three, so all three of them are still awaiting sentencing. So I, I'm guessing they're all going to jail.
4: Well, yeah. well, what's so, her status, Kate um, she, both They pleaded and, guilty. Right. Yeah,
3: they pleaded guilty. Both her and Bobbitt uh, will be sentenced, they said, early 2022. Yeah, All so
4: right. everybody's awaiting sentence now. Mm-hmm. And so, there's, like, yeah.
3: federal charges, there's state charges, It's you know what I mean? So there's different levels of it,
4: too. Now, GoFundMe apparently was uh, refunding money. Mo- any money donated. I I don't know how they pull it off. I guess yeah. they, they're keeping the records and just yeah. refund vis-a-vis the, um, you know, the transactions. <laughs> but, oh, Crazy. my God.
3: Unbelievable. I can't yeah. wait for our movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. In sports this morning. Uh-oh! In Monday Night Football, the Buccaneers beat the New York Giants, winning 30-10 to in Tampa Bay. What the f*** is it? Tom Brady threw for 307 yards and two touchdowns, and the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers ended a two-game losing streak. With the win, Brady avoided dropping three in a row for the first time since 2002. Last night in California, the Sixers beat the Sacramento Kings. Tyrese Maxey had 24 points, and sh- uh, the shorthanded Sixers won 102-94. Shake nice. Milton scored 16 points, and Matisse at his 15, helping the Sixers to their second win in eight games. Andre Drummond added nine points and 23 rebounds. The road trip out west continues tomorrow night with a game in San Francisco against uh, the team with the best record in the NBA. The Golden State Warriors tip-off is at 10 o'clock. Two weeks after Joel Embiid tested positive for COVID-19, he was at the Sixers practice facility getting ready to return. It is most likely that he will join the team when they return from their road trip and hopefully will be able to play on Saturday or Monday when the team is back in Philadelphia. <laughs> oh. The Flyers are off until tonight when they'll traveled to tampa to play the defending stanley cup champs the lightning according to head coach lan vigno former uh forward kevin hayes suffered a re-injury against calgary on november 16th and is now considered week to week the puck is set to drop at seven o'clock and that's what i have for you this morning
0: all right thank you so much kathy and uh, we're happy to be with you again on a tuesday morning like i said a tad bit cooler today a little bit on the breezy side but uh we got some stuff to warm you up. A chance for you to win a Preston and Steve themed tattoo with Tattoos Day today. And that's nice. from Floating World and uh, Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. So just text the word uh, tattoo to 39333 and you might win a $350 gift certificate. You can check out their artwork if you want to. Just do a search on Floating World tattoos. They're on South Street, by the way. And as far as guests go, uh, Big Jay Okerson will be at Helium Comedy Club tonight. Nope. And, uh, no. No? Tomorrow. Oh, I'm sorry, tomorrow night, Friday and Saturday. Yep, thank you. He's doing an 8 o'clock show on Wednesday, and then uh, the two shows Friday, Saturday, and then uh, there's a Sunday 7 p.m. show. That's cool, yeah. And uh, it's, h- it's hometown, so people yeah. love him. Yeah. Jay's awesome, so we haven't talked to him in a little while, so we'll check in with him around 9 o'clock this morning. So uh, that's happening, and more. We'll take a break, come back in a second. Some entertainment stories I've set aside for you, as well as some giveaways with the stupid question. And we're going to do, I think, a Thanksgiving-themed uh-huh. stupid question or Thanksgiving movie-themed uh, question in a moment. We'll be back in a sec. Stay with us.
7: Stream WMMR anywhere you have an Internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com.
8: WMMR.com, the one thing that rocks. Events, photo galleries, mark gear in the rock shop. WMR.com. Now
7: back with more of the Preston and Steve Show
0: podcast.
3: And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMR. Kathy,
0: I know that uh, with your, your laptop, you're, you're having problems. <laughs> and so there's a little pause between when you can go from yeah. the traffic report to your sponsor do you want us to play a little bit of music, like in between? Like as soon as you finish, we can go with this. Oh. I think
3: that's probably mess.
0: And it'll pause. We'll give you yeah. enough time to get to the sponsor that we we'll need. Yeah.
4: I'll go you one better. Okay. You can walk over here and give the sponsor with this effect. Today's traffic.
0: Yeah. We can try it. We just need a little pause. Yeah, a little drama. And then you could go over and use the reverb on Steve's mic.
3: I like that. That's a good idea. I like that (laughs) music.
0: (laughs) All right. So we're going to do the stupid question. The prize today is a pair of tickets to Sebastian Maniscalco. Nobody does this tour, which is tomorrow night at the Wells Fargo Center. And this question is courtesy of intern Mm. Benjamin Woodring. Uh huh. Better known as intern Ben. As you can can imagine. That's him, as you can imagine. (laughs) Uh, and he sent me <laughs> a series of uh, questions concerning the film Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. There you go. Which, of course, is about Thanksgiving. Yes. And we're going to go with this question. In the movie, when Neil and Dell get pulled over for speeding, what state is the police officer from? Uh-huh. Now, I don't know this movie very well, so these are questions I could never answer correctly. Two one five two six three 263 wmmr when Neil and Dell get pulled over for speeding, what state is the police officer from? Let's see if you know that answer. I'll mention some birthdays while we're waiting for that call today, November 23rd. It is Miley Cyrus's birthday today. Uh she is celebrating her 29th birthday today. That's bad. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. That's right. was oh, that's, that's right. of right. those. Right. Happy birthday uh, to you.
4: So, yeah, she's been doing a lot of rock lately. She's been working with uh, Metallica a lot. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. See what's going on. Uh, it's also
0: Snooki's birthday today. Snooki. Yeah, Nicole Polizzi uh, from the Jersey Shore. Is she
4: the grand dame of the Jersey Shore? Yes. Is, that, is right? She was I, the
0: most
3: well-known, I, right? She was definitely the right. most well-known. She yeah, left I mean, right
0: out. With the name like that. I remember when we first... Read about Jersey Shore before it happened, and I, we have audio of it somewhere of me saying "Snooky" because oh, really? it's spelled S N O K I, and I'm like "Snooky." The f is that, but nonetheless, she uh, turned out to be, uh, you know, a huge star on that show, and that show was insanely popular. Oh my god! Well, yeah. when it
4: was first on, again in that massive rush of reality show first, we had not seen something quite like that. So, yeah, and then we were we were made hep to that. Remember, there's a YouTube video that was going around that was actually a sort of a study or, or chronicling of this particular stretch of beach yep. in Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. And so we'd seen that, and that was in tandem to this, and so it all was in concert.
5: I was a fan of hers. I, uh, I, I know, I you thought, still are. Yeah, I yeah. thought she was definitely cute, and I followed her on Instagram. But then... Uh, she got her teeth done, and it basically looked like she was wearing a uh, like a boxing mouth guard,
4: You know? What <laughs> yeah. I mean? mm-hmm. I've seen that. I hate that. L- Loretta Swift did the same thing. Yeah. on MASH. Did it
0: settle down? Because after a while, the, are you talking about just the bright color of it? Yeah, the bright color,
5: the giant like, and it's tip. just perfection. Like yeah. there's
3: not one it's... imperfection, so it looks like
9: it's it looks. It,
5: I thought it looked dumb, and, and I thought it was unnecessary. I mean, from like a, uh, something about Mary.
9: It's <laughs> 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 great. It's
4: great those huge teeth. Sometimes it looks like it's one continuous tooth. Yeah. Like a tooth bone. That's
0: what you say. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like, like a, a boxer's, boxers, boxing yeah, 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 uh, yeah. mouth guard. Like you
4: need to draw separations in it. Mm-hmm. I just heard her say ding, ding, yeah, ding, yeah, yeah. ding.
0: Uh, she's 34 today. The great Bruce Hornsby so just just is. celebrates his
4: birthday today. I- 67 years old. love Bruce Hornsby. I listen to him virtually every week. And, uh, yeah, this yeah. album, uh, yeah, all, all the albums, uh, the stuff away from the range, all great. Yeah, he's uh,
0: an outstanding musician. I uh, was a touring member of the Dead for a long yes, time. Yes, he was. I don't know if he still does yeah. stuff with, uh, um, the, what are they called now, uh, Casey? The, uh, was.
5: The Dead. What, they'll say the Dead, but they're offshoots of it. Uh, there are um, the other ones. For the scratch. other ones is right. one. Yeah, uh, no, but the, I think they tours the Dead now. Okay, yeah, with John Mayer's usually the uh, the Jerry Garcia. He role. also played the piano
4: on your favorite workout song. I can't make you love me. That was oh my god! I god listened to that this yeah. morning.
5: Yeah,
0: he's sixty seven today. Uh, Bruce Falange, the Hollywood funny man, writer, and uh, Hollywood Squares star, 73, he's been here before. Yeah, we had him in the studio. Where's the red glasses and everything. And
4: There's... he was a uh, joke man, has been a joke man for years on the Academy Awards.
0: Yep. Uh, Robin Roberts of Good Morning America fame turns 61 years old today. I like her. She's uh, just straight ahead. She had a couple.
6: Yeah. yeah. right? She did. Yeah. She did a good job on Jeopardy. She was a guest host for two or three weeks. I didn't see her. Oh, she was. I mean, she was straight ahead Robin Roberts, but she did a really, uh, you know, she's a TV host. So she's good for that role, but she did a really good job with it.
0: Uh, You also have an actress. Her name is Sally Richardson. I had to look her up. I saw her credits and I saw Biker Boys and Antoine Fisher. I'm like, she and Antoine Fisher. So she, because I love that movie. She was uh, Denzel Washington's wife. Uh-huh. She is stunningly beautiful. She is 54 years old today. Also, another actor I had to look up, Vincent Cassell, and I know that name. Oh. Uh, he's in Ocean's 13. Yeah. He's in two of the Ocean's movies, um, and I don't know much about him other than that, but hes he looks really familiar. Oh, he, yeah. He's a, a, oh, he's in Black Swan. Okay, I remember him.
5: He was the director of the, <clears throat> right. of the ballet, I believe. Right, yeah? I believe he was. Yeah. Good actor. <laughs> I was thinking of somebody else. Uh Nick, what's the name of the guy that was uh Doogie House's best buddy?
6: Oh, Vinny. Vinny? Yeah. Yeah, he ended up in uh the Sopranos. Uh, yeah, his last name was Cassell too, right? i look at him. Okay. <laughs> Max? Was it Max? Max. Max, Max Cassella. Cassella. Yeah, that's, Cassella. Yeah, that's, Cassella. It.
0: that's okay. There yeah, yeah. we go. Yeah. All right, so he, you were in the neighborhood. Yeah, it was close. Do you know who he plays? It's a, it's a small role in um uh, analyze this. He's the guy that they're about to that uh, Robert De Niro's character is about to beat, but yes. he can't bring himself to do it. And everybody's he's, like, yes! yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's really good in that. Uh, then last birthday, Chris Hardwick hey. is the big five zero today. Friend of the show. What a great guest! Yes. Yeah. you could talk to him for hours about pop culture stuff. He's just great.
4: Got a ton of stuff going on. I wonder if he's going over to the Hearst Mansion for uh, Thanksgiving. He's in on that family. Yes, man. he is. Wow. Uh, but uh, celebrating his
0: fiftieth birthday today, so maybe they're doing a big soiree over at San Simeon. The uh, possibly, the gasoline, you never know.
4: And also, this is the year that uh, The Walking Dead goes away, right? Is it? He's uh,
5: the yeah. one who watches. You, you, that's that's what they say. That's what they know? say. Right? Okay, so dude.
4: Talking Dead will
5: be um, wow. Well, well, the other the, shows he have the other yet. shows. You have right. Fear the Walking Dead and Walking Dead World Beyond. So he he does all that stuff. But Spring Break. They have. Like, they're like, okay, here's the quarter season finale. Here's the half season finale. I know. Here's the Stop 73 it. and a third yeah. right. season, you know, because they just had a, another half season finale a, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. You know, I'm tapped I, out. Yeah. Well, happy
0: birthday, Mr. Hardwick, 50 years old today. Let's see if we can get an answer to the super question in planes, trains, and automobiles. When Neil and Dell get pulled over for speeding, what state is the police officer from? And we will go to Zoe to see if Zoe knew his answer. Good morning, Zoe. Good morning. All right, Z, what's the answer? What state of the end? It's
10: Wisconsin.
0: You got it. Wisconsin. One moment, Zoe. We will get your info, and we will give you a pair of tickets to see Sebastian Maniscalco's Nobody does this tour. It's at the Wells Fargo Center tomorrow night. And tickets are on sale now at wellsfargocenterphilly.com. It's
4: Michael McCain, who's the uh, the state trooper who pulls them over. And it's a great exchange between him and uh, John Kenney. He says, do you, do you think this vehicle is road worthy? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been burned out. It's just a shell. Yeah. You know, and he's trying to make a case for why they should remain on the highway. The radio yes.
6: still works. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Oddly enough, all that happened last night, and the radio works. All right,
0: we're going to start with Kevin Spacey. He will have to pay almost $31 million to the production company that made the series House of Cards, in which he starred until he was fired over allegations of sexual harassment. He better
4: start checking between the cushions of the sofa, because I don't don't think he has that.
0: MRC, the production company that made the popular tale of political intrigue that was broadcast on Netflix, uh, had sought damages for lost revenue attributed to Spacey's abrupt exit after allegations of harassment and sexual abuse emerged. Uh, In the document, MRC detailed that after the allegations came to light, it suspended Spacey and launched an investigation which found that the American Beauty Star had breached provisions of both the acting and executive producing agreements that set standards for his workplace conduct, including by breaching MRC's harassment policy.
4: The one thing I was curious about here, President, as you're going through all this... So uh besides the punitive damage of him being let go and uh you know that ending did it also specify that he would be responsible for any money lost due to the cessation of the of the series i think that's what this is all about that's the whole thing yeah yeah so
0: the production company said the actor's abrupt exit from the popular series required a reorganization that resulted in substantial losses wow
4: man that's that's MRC. pretty wild
0: uh, i'd had to rewrite the script excluding underwood the main character of the series and redesign the 6th season uh, that went from 13 to 8 episodes. The production company launched its legal battle against Spacey in 2019. So 31 million. But like these things, I'm sure this isn't gonna over. No. There's going to be more to this. So we'll see if uh, that ends up being the case or not.
4: Why don't they just recast it all with Max Casella? <laughs> they
0: could do that. Yeah. Why not? He's probably, not working. He probably needs some work. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson will be honored with the People's Champion Award oh, okay. during the 2021 People's Choice Awards on Tuesday, December seventh.
4: If there's any award that I find easily dismissible, and I find most of them. The People's Choice Award is is probably the most because yep. I, it's always on at a time. Did you vote? I never vote. Can you vote? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, it's, like how is you it? To, to you you know. go on people's people.com the the website <laughs> or the magazine, or how do you even vote? I, I don't, don't even, even know. know,
5: but it. Is it truly like I can I, the like people me, vote? I yes. can just log on there,
0: and okay. that's why you'll get a these minute. these weird winners. The People's Choice Award is from People Magazine. People Magazine. I never even knew I that. neither. That's I never right. even
11: knew
5: that.
0: If somebody I just thought it was
5: the pipples, yeah. like yeah. us, yeah. us, us yeah. the pipples, The yeah, people, the pipples, is the, pipples. Uh, yeah. from the people over here to the people over there, <laughs> the people, yeah, the people's the people. Now I could the be peoples, wrong, but I always
0: thought
5: that's where you vote.
0: It makes sense, and I, but I just never have put those two together. If that is indeed the case. Uh, e News announced that the peoples act- is peoples. That, That's it? that the actor, philanthropist, and former WWE star will be recognized uh, for his contributions to the entertainment industry and his commitment in supporting families in need. Oh. Uh, the Let's see, NBC Universal Entertainment Television and Streaming Executive Jen Neal said during a period. Where there has been a lot of uncertainty, uh, Johnson has displayed an uncanny ability to raise spirits and make people smile despite circumstances. Uh, the In addition for uh, to his acting, Johnson serves as a national celebrity wish ambassador for the Make-A-Wish Foundation and has been granting wishes with the organization for over 20
4: years. He's also the highest earning actor in Hollywood, is he not? I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah.
0: I would not doubt that at all. Nick,
4: did you find out if the
0: People's Choice Awards are... I can't find a link. I'll uh, pay- to right. the
1: people over here. To the people, people over there. To the people, the people, the people, people, the people, the people,
4: people. So as is- I remember, there was, at least, there was a tie, and maybe it happened after the fact that People Magazine had the ability ah. for you to vote. But I always thought that, that they
6: were um sort of... The same thing. Yeah, you could be right, Steve. I can't find anything, but it's, uh, at one point it was owned by Procter & Gamble. <laughs> and it was now, in 1982. Uh, yeah, now it's owned by the E! Network. Yeah, okay. Uh, so anyhow, he's getting the champion,
0: the People's Champion Award, which is... People's the, is people. <laughs> which is appropriate for him. <laughs> yeah. Put the people People's, people's is up. peoples. Uh, so let's see. Oh, Dancing with the Star.
4: Hey. Now, now we have an audio clip, just so you know. Um, uh, is it the announcement of the yes,
0: winners? Yes, right, yeah, yeah. Then I'll I'll let that hit, yeah. and, and that way I don't spoil it. So here we go.
8: Which of these four finalists will take home the Mirrorball Trophy? Let's find out together as we reveal our results. The couple in fourth place is Amanda and Alan. Yeah. The couple in third place is Cody and Cheryl. The winners and new champions of Dancing with
6: the Stars are...
8: Oh my God, Imani Danielle. it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh,
4: yeah. <sighs>
3: She's so excited yes. because there's no
4: one in the audience. Yeah. And the, <laughs> oh my god, she's trying to make really, you really sell the sizzle. Uh, Iman
0: Jumpert and Daniela Karagach is that how you say name? It's K A R A G A C H. I assume it's Karagach. Uh, they are officially the winners, yeah. As you heard, uh, uh what's your face there saying?
9: Tyra. <laughs> Tyra. Who was that? Uh, Tyra. Yeah, Tyra. Thank
0: you. Uh, the duo t- were announced as the newest Mirrorball Trophy champions on Monday season 30 finale. Besting fellow celebrities JoJo Siwa, Cody Rigsby, and Amanda Kloots. Yeah. Um, uh, Shepard's victory is historical as he is now the first NBA player to ever compete in Dancing with the Stars finals and ultimately win it oh, all. Oh, I
3: saw one of his performances.
5: Was it good? It, it
3: was good. He, like, gets really into it. Okay. He, he was really into
5: this. So, How tall is he? Because I think, generally speaking, they're, NBA players are a little gangly. Yeah. You know, like, it He's doesn't 8, lend 1. itself to, right. you know, good dance. Skills. No, I know what you mean. Yeah.
0: Uh, Karagak is also a first time winner, having joined the series just last season. Uh, she praised uh, Shumpert's tremendous improvement over the season, noting that he was one of the few competitors who had never danced a day in his life and worked hard to defy all expectations by making it into the finale.
4: So that, that's always been a thing because Jojo Siwa was a dancer, and so this is the kind of thing that you, this sort of thing, uh, this kind of thing that you talk about, where who has the advantage in this, and I like someone who is sort of a a neophyte when it comes to dancing, come in and
5: show their wares. And I also wonder if, you know, dancers are held to a different standard as far as the judges and everybody else. I don't know. Uh, Who knows, man? It was kind of like when I uh, uh, joined intermediate swimming when I was in college, (laughs) uh, and my, my professor was also my boss as a lifeguard. He's like, dude, you're not an intermediate swimmer. Shh. So he put me in a different lane, and I and, I and I was advanced. an advanced swimmer. So <laughs> I had to take, I essentially took a different class than everybody else. Damn. Uh, but my daughter came in last night. She's like, Dad, turn on 6ABC now. And I was like. What, she wanted to see who won? She went, yeah. Aww. I was like, i never watched the episode of this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm watching something else, and we have a 1,000 TVs in this house. Go watch somewhere else. She's like, <laughs> JoJo Siwa. I was like. I don't care about JoJo C. I don't care. Go. There's another TV, like oh, right. She did she cared. want to share it with yeah. you? She, she did. did. And that, you know uh, what, listen, really I hate you. I hate you, father. <laughs> I share a lot of
4: things with her. That you know how much something... I love this show. I was. She never watched. This. I know. <laughs> I know, but it, it becomes a thing. That's yeah. what they do.
3: He, uh, I didn't watch the show at all. I don't know what the other contestants did, but uh, he is really good.
4: Okay. All
0: right. Schuper, <laughs> uh, Schumpert, Schumpert. Okay. Uh, Said being the season's underdog fueled his desire to come out on top, which saw him perform never-before-seen stunts on a ballroom floor with perfect execution. Uh, So, uh, by the way, aside from a glittering new trophy, uh, Shumpert ended his Dandy with the Stars journey with two perfect scores, one for a Foxtrot Cha-Cha-Cha infusion, which saw Judge Bruno Tonioli Declare him the king of the ballroom. You are the king of the ballroom. (laughs) I
4: stand here and look at you all gangly so big, and yet you dance like a swan.
0: And uh, one for a Chicago-themed freestyle that was deemed one of the best in the show's history.
4: (laughs) Uh, Annoys the F out of
5: me. Hey, you took that that, that silhouette of the pyramid. It's it's incredible. I love that. (laughs) Sit (laughs) down. We were watching uh, footage in here, and yes, he actually... He can dance? Uh, he can dance, and he looks, you know, for decent. For someone that big, yes, yeah, yeah. moving quite adroitly. So my question for you is this. Then, you know, so this guy knows that he can dance, right? He knows. So he gets into his agent's here, and his agent's call Dancing with the Stars. There's no way Dancing with the Stars goes, hmm, I'm Like, he's not, that guy well, wasn't. They probably
4: a- have a list of, of potentials that they, they call from all, you know, uh, from, the, from the sports world, from the reality TV. I, I'm sure yes. there is a lengthy list of contestants that are, you know, backlogged that they're looking to go with. but they, I Do think- you guys
3: know before it got so popular that um, they called uh, Lauren Harris and she turned it down?
4: No. no. Really? Yeah. Oh, my wow, God. She didn't know what it was. It was yeah. in the
3: very beginning, oh. and she was kind of like, I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know what this is. I don't want to do it. Oh,
4: that yeah. would have been kind of wild.
0: A lot, and, and shows like this have come and gone, not necessarily dancing, but, but you know, they they try these things out, and sometimes they, they hit or they miss. Remember they did try to do an offshoot of this. Of ice skating, yes. it was horrible. <laughs> and I want to say, at the time, yeah. it was Cait- Caitlyn Jenner, who was right. Bruce at the time. That's right. Uh, was on that, and Debbie
3: Gibson was on it too. Yeah, yeah,
0: it was. You couldn't watch it because. Like, you can kind of fake
5: dancing a little bit. Yeah, but you
0: can't fake can can ice, ice, ice skating. No. Didn't someone get
4: injured, like, like got
5: it up their Maybe. head, clipped the ice or something like I that? I think so. Yeah. They did a diving one, too. Do you remember that? Yes. Some, it was like yes. Kim, diving with the stars. It was Kim Richards because her what? big dive, Kathy. It, it was a... Like she jumped off the diving board. <laughs> yeah. She, she jumped the wrong way, yeah. She jumped away from the water. She might have actually done, she had <laughs> done a front dive, but either way, it was nothing. It was like, wow. that was the thing? Mm. She's afraid of water? Right.
0: Yeah,
4: you, well, you just jump onto the concrete.
0: <laughs> well, anyhow, uh, we have a new champion in uh, dancing. With so exciting. Isn't it exciting? Yeah. Yes. All right, I have some other stories. We'll go with this. Will Smith has revealed that he once borrowed $10,000 from a drug dealer friend uh, to pay his tax bill. Uh, According to people in a conversation with Idris Elba, uh, Smith revealed that he lost everything before getting the lead part in uh, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air.
4: So it really was his story. Yeah, he said,
0: I'm not sure what the government is like in the U.K. with taxes," because he was talking to Idris Elba. Uh, But in the U.S., they take it seriously. So Uncle Sam wanted his money. I didn't forget. I just didn't pay. And he said, so I borrowed $10,000 from a friend of mine who was a purveyor of neighborhood pharmaceuticals. Mm. I borrowed 10000 and I moved to Los Angeles. And one time we were doing shows and I was trying to drum up some cash. So we were in Detroit and we were doing a show and I met a guy named Benny Medina. He said, do you remember Arsenio Hall? I started to go there because everybody was on Arsenio Hall. I don't know what all this means. That's yeah. all that I have in the book.
4: The name Benny Medina sounds familiar. Yeah, he
0: lost me on that. Uh,
4: so, nonetheless... But everyone goes on Arsenio Hall.
0: I don't know if he ever had a chance to pay his drug dealer friend back the ten grand or not. No. Or is Does he still waiting. So? Maybe yeah. with
4: some interest. Who knows? I'm sure he's got the money now.
0: All right. Uh, let's see. The Oh, uh... Adams yes. Adams
4: and Zach Clark have called it quits. This just rocked my world yesterday. After after the
5: absolute high
4: of Dancing with the Stars, <laughs> Not only I came that. crashing down. Steve, they called
0: it quits two weeks after running a New York City marathon as a couple <sighs> You've together. been
4: through
5: all that. You've both
4: run and crapped in your pants at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, The Bachelorette called
0: it quits. Uh, According to E! Online, The Bachelorette co-host and her fiancé are no longer together.
4: Well, they were together for a year, right? And isn't that what they were supposed to do? They're supposed to give the illusion that they promise ABC they'll give them a year year. pretending they're in love. I think so. And then they go their separate ways.
0: Clark had popped the question to Adams during the show's finale in December of 2020. Uh, And he he had said, I guess... uh, yeah, this was his proposal. What did I say? I'm going to choose you next week and next year. I'm going to choose you forever because... I
4: love you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. And then he said, marry me. How stupid do you look when you... I love for now and forever until the stars come crashing
0: down. I love you. Uh, there were hints of trouble in paradise in September. I'm not sure I love you. Uh, this year. Uh, Michelle Young's... I may mean, not like you. New... <laughs>
4: New season of The Bachelorette will air Tuesdays on ABC. There is such a glut of these shows uh, that these names just become meaningless. Like like totally. Idol Winners or Voice Winners or um, the, the reality show stars. It just becomes like a hum that yeah. means nothing.
0: No, you're right. You're correct about that. Uh, Jody Sweeten. You guys know yes. her? From our uh, Full House and Full yes. House. She opened oh. up in a candid interview to discuss her mental health issues during the pandemic. And according to E! News, uh, she discussed her weight loss and mental health issue on an episode of the Allison Interviews podcast. She said, I stopped eating. I just stopped eating and I couldn't keep food down. On uh, appearance, she lost a lot of weight uh, huh. because of that. And I haven't seen her since her dramatic weight loss. But she was always, she was never overweight by yeah. any sense. So maybe she uh, got down to... Uh, kind of a gaunt look, but uh, she's been open about her mental health struggles with anxiety and depression in the past.
10: You've got it,
0: dude. Uh, but unfortunately, I don't have anything more about this info, or she, about this particular story.
4: She was having a rocky go of it, not as the boxer, <coughs> but she uh-huh. was having issues with uh, <laughs> with uh, I guess maybe substances or booze or whatever and got clean and then yeah. was on Fuller House and doing quite well. Yeah. So she said anxiety and depression
0: uh, were some issues in the past. Alright,
4: so... Uh. All right, so- I don't know this guy, uh, Jeff
0: Johnson. He appeared, I think, on one episode of Tiger King. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And he was uh, he, he died by suicide, apparently. He, was he the, the
4: reptile guy or yes. something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, reptile dealer.
0: I don't remember right. him at all.
4: I, I, to be honest, I, I had to go pic- back and look. Yeah. I saw
0: pictures, and I'm like, mm-hmm. so I don't know. But anyhow, yeah, terrible story. Um, there were specific details in a report. His wife was allegedly present when he did it. Oh, gee. Uh, Jeff briefly discussed on the show the feud between Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin before saying he lost contact with Joe in 2016 when Jeff Lowe took over a zoo.
9: Hmm.
0: Now reports have revealed that Jeff Johnson died by alleged suicide uh, during an argument with his wife. And they had two kids who were in the house, too.
4: So there have been a couple suicides associated with the show, Um, right? There was the, uh, was it, oh, no, no, it was a, did talk- he drink himself death? Yeah, the guy drank himself yeah, yeah. to death. That was um, uh, Eric Cowie.
0: Right. Uh, and he died of acute and chronic alcohol abuse. So, you know, that was, that was bad stuff.
4: Yeah, as you watch this, group. the second seasons, I watch a little bit more. It, it, it actually, there are two feelings that I I was getting. Been there, done that. A, yeah. And B, now it's just depressing. Yeah. Not even... Right. Know, yeah.
0: Yeah, at first it was...
5: What is all? Yeah. What is this world? You right. know?
0: and so now it's kind of I guess a little bit sad. Right, yeah, they're account.
5: delving into Joe Exotics' uh, life before yeah. all of this. Right. which you didn't. He was a cop. <laughs> he was a police officer. Oh, Jesus, dude, so he he turned his own Trans Am into a police car.
0: So are you guys, dude? I'm sorry, know but on being cop. Do you remember the the um. um uh, medical leather jacket. He. Oh, had. That's, oh that's right. right. Uh-huh. And a, people thought an he was a trained yes, In EMT. It was a full yes. leather, logoed uh-huh. motorcycle jacket. And when
4: the when uh, the 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 worker had the arm ripped off, didn't he put that on and yes. go? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Good.
0: As
6: Got if yeah. superhero EMT jacket on. Because he was trained. Yeah. Uh, are you guys going to stick with it? Are you going to you know, finish know, I'm not this? sure. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure. There's, There's a watched lot any of other
5: things out there
6: to, to watch right, right now.
4: So The show I'm recommending now on Netflix is Hellbound.
6: Yeah. Yeah, which is
4: really good.
0: Uh, weeks after it appeared that he would be leaving the Food Network after 27 years, Bobby Flay has reached a three year exclusive deal with the Discovery outlet. You knew that was going to happen. Uh, the new agreement includes development of new content for Food Network as well as for elsewhere within the Discovery portfolio. Uh, like its media peers, Discovery is pushing into streaming with food programming aimed at niche services, service Food Network kitchen, as well as the broad audience of Discovery Plus. Uh, new episodes of primetime competition series Beat Bobby Flay are mm. in the offering, as well as a new project to debut in 2022 with the working title Bobby and Sophie on the Coast, which would feature his daughter.
4: I like Bobby Flay. As he gets older, though, I think he's looking more and more like Billy Crystal's character in Princess Bride. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I have not taken a look
0: have at it in
6: a while. the castle. <laughs> mm.
0: Uh, he first appeared on uh, the network in 1994. By 96, he was co-hosting his own series, Grillin' and Chillin'. Additional series have included Barbecue Brawl, Bobby Flay's Barbecue Addiction, Boy Meets Grill, Brunch at Bobby Flay's, Food Network Star, Food Nation with Bobby Flay, Grill It with Bobby Flay, Wow, Hot Off the Grill, oh, Iron yeah. Chef America, Throwdown with Bobby Flay. Digital series, Bobby Flay Fit, plus many other holiday specials and guest appearances, so he's their dude.
4: He also closed one of the most jarring episodes in Casey's life, yeah. which is uh, the Bobby
5: Flay Burger Place going away, Case. I know. Uh, Bobby's Burger Palace. Yeah. And it decimated you. It, it, apparently, the, <laughs> there are other ones, just not in our area, but uh, that burger, I think about from time to time. <laughs>
4: It was so are you, good. Are you walking into mm. a bedroom and is the burger in the bed with rose petals around it? <laughs> we want you back here in Philly.
5: Bobby Flay is <laughs> calling my phone. Phone, oh, phone, phone, I wonder if uh, <laughs> I could at least get the recipe for it. Well, or the, his his know his barbecue book yeah. was
4: uh, was. Uh, is a great book yeah. and so the recipes wow. in that barbecue book and for just the simple way the burgers are prepared. You
5: know he does something very, very simple. After the burger's all done, first uh, potato chips on top.
4: And also he'll use he uses the divot method mm-hmm. which is to create that divot at the top of the burger yep. where the juices will con- will flow into and, and and keep the flavor and then I think he uses sea salt. Or some some other,
5: he might, yeah. You yeah. might use sea salt or kosher, right. salt.
4: Well, Co- kosher salt.
0: Sometimes I think about one of the best burgers I've ever had. Too. Really? Yeah. Where Harry Savoy Grill in Delaware. Oh. And uh, and it was <laughs> it was so juicy and perfect. <laughs> Man. that I sometimes will think about that burger. And I had gotten it to go, too. Like, it huh. made it to the trip home. No. It was wow. still fantastic. Was this when you were in Upper what, Chai? What's your name? It's when I was in Preston? Upper Chai.
5: <laughs> you want to bite me?
0: I probably swung by the Blockbusters down there and picked up a movie and then, uh, and then went and gotten
6: the burger and went home. Did it have any condiments? No. No, no it got it that did, far. not need it. That's did what I'm not yeah. need it. That's the perfect S- burger.
0: Sign of a great burger. I'll, t-
4: I'll tell you this. Mm. Um, burger Buff. We had them in here. The, it's a damn it's a different good burger. kind of, bur- That's different yeah. kind of That's burger. It's a smash burger. A smash
0: burger. Yeah. This one was thick
4: yeah. and, right. and and
0: like medium rare and yeah. juicy. Yeah. And, yeah, But that the the Smash is fantastic. Okay. The burger buff, um yes. yeah.
5: after oh, yeah. I left you in Chicago, Preston. <laughs> and you went on your you went with your wife and your friends and you you abandoned me and went on that river tour. I sat down uh oh, at yeah. Harry Carey's.
9: Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
5: I couldn't believe how damn good that burger was. And it's
9: great, isn't it's, it's great.
5: <laughs> so it like Harry, I would eat it.
9: But I uh, eat this burger great. I eat it. I would.
5: <laughs> I, I'm not even going to try and do a Harry Carey uh, impression, but the server, because I ate it at to the Mariah bar, Carey, the uh, the guy who served it to me, the bartender. Was from Delaware County. Oh my God! He went to Sun Valley High School, and the guy sat next to me. Uh, he was from the area as well. Grew up in New Jersey. I was like, I about, felt, I felt like at home. Your Delco sense must have gone off outside of the building. I was
9: like, what is that?
4: What is that? He was actually spraying pheromones around the city, attracting other Delco. Who Everybody
0: listening, just think about your favorite burger for a little while. I have one more story, and then we got to get to the clips. Sarah Silverman is taking down the North Pole's patriarchy in Santa's Inc., a new adult animated series by HBO Max. TV uh, TVLime reported that all eight episodes will premiere on Thursday to December, December 2nd, uh, just in time for the holidays, and the story follows Candy, voiced by Silverman, as she attempts to be the first female Santa, by mm-hmm. the way. So that's, uh, that'll be coming up on uh, December 2nd.
4: She's um, also in the new Jennifer Lopez rom-com. One of the uh, one of the characters. Okay, so she's doing a lot of doing a lot of stuff these days.
0: Yep. And by the way, two more days to the Beatles get back. Oh, oh, so and, oh. Hawkeye. Uh, and, and Hawkeye. And Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah. Woo, All right, we're woo, ready woo. for the clips. Here we go. <laughs> uh In the new Netflix holiday movie, A Boy Called Christmas, young Nicholas journeys out with his father to find the famous elf village, Elfhelm. And in this particular clip, it stars Henry Lawful, and he shares how he landed the role in the film. Here we go. I think my sister had the book by Matt Haig, so I read that to give myself an idea of the story and um, really thought it was a great idea. And did that audition, and then I went back once to meet Guild Director and then once again to meet Graham, the producer.
5: Maybe even one more time than that. It was a long process. <laughs> Shut the...
0: Up, huh? A boy named Christmas. Wait, it says a boy called Christmas in this line. Well, what it says, is a boy he? named Christmas? What is line? it? I don't know. Uh, what the Christmas hell is, is it? There. It's going to be streaming on Netflix on Friday. It is called A Boy Called Christmas. Is Day. this
4: a uh, based on a magical book that uh, have delighted children for generations? Mm,
0: yes. Well, let me see here. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, let's go with yes. Yeah. All okay. Right. Next clip. Uh, In true story, a well-known comic falls into trouble after a fallout with his brother threatens to destroy his livelihood. Here, Kevin Hart speaks about recruiting Wesley Snipes to co-star in the film.
5: I want it to be dark. I want to match that energy um, because it's a different thing for me. And as we developed the brother character, we needed somebody that could help bring this home. This was an important piece to the puzzle. Wesley Snipes, when the name came up, we were like, do you think he'll do it? And I said, I'm going to make the call. And I made the call. And Wesley was like, the only way I'm going to do it is if you're really taking this serious because I don't want you wasting my time. True Story
0: will begin streaming on Netflix tomorrow, by the way. You know,
4: Wesley Snipes is very funny in the second Coming to America yes, yes. I know. I need to see yeah, it. I heard yeah. you guys told me he's great in that.
0: All right, there you go. Entertainment report done, finished. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a little while. Big Jay Okerson will be joining us this morning because he's going to be at Helium Comedy Club tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, by the way. So we'll be back in a sec. Stay with us.
8: Why talk on the phone? Just text MMR at 39333. Send requests, comments, or text songs for what we're playing 24-7. The MMR short code. Always open. Never busy. 39333.
3: To the 42 Freeway. This traffic report brought to you by...
5: Oh, Where's the music? You want Where's the music? music? I'm sorry. Yes,
4: God, I want God, the music!
5: I, I, that's my, that's my fault. Hang <laughs> on, here <laughs> we go. Do it all over again. Yeah, all wrap right. up the last line. Yeah.
3: This, <laughs> this traffic report is brought to you by <laughs> ACME. <laughs> Fall is better at Acme, whether you're watching a game or whether you're tailgating or putting together school lunches, Acme has everything you need. Fresh foods, local flavors. And that's your traffic on 93 for the definitely on the bar. <laughs>
0: That's to fill the time between the pause, when she can finish the traffic and find her sponsor, she's got a new computer. Computers uh, doesn't uh, work with her well. Yeah, Anyhow. you go. Um, All right, now on to our true crime segment of the Preston yes. and Steve show.
4: I have the music if you want. Wow. Yes, we're
0: going to need some music. Yes. Yeah. So yesterday. We're on the air and and we, we get done with the segment and uh we're in commercial break and Steve gets a phone call, he answers a phone call, and I just hear him go, No S? Y- yeah, and are he says you says it And are you are you asking me? And then he walks out of the studio. I'm like, I wonder what that was all about. And then he
4: came back in and broke the news to us. Right. My wife's car was stolen. Uh-huh. Her car was
0: yeah. stolen. Yeah. So right off the street. <laughs>
4: right off the street. Um and uh we as I said, we, we actually do live in a in a good area where it's it's fairly um, you know crime-free but the truth of the matter is is that uh, like a year ago um uh, apparently from what we understand these crews come through the area and i'm talking about auto theft crews who are really like on their game so uh it turns out we have um street parking we have loads of cameras all over the place and i did get video of the theft on two cameras Uh uh but um so uh, it happened around one thirteen in the morning. I reviewed all the stuff. Xfinity. I have the Xfinity security, and we're we're wired to the hilt. Uh, and the guys came in at about like they're in a, like a white crossover vehicle, um, and they they're slowly coming down the street. You can see in the video. Uh, it's about one thirteen in the morning. If I didn't mention that before, exactly one thirteen in the morning, and they have their um, their blinkers on as if they're looking for a place to park. And so they're moving along with the high beams on it. What I realize is what the deal is, is that uh, they're moving along and then a guy gets out of the car, out out of that vehicle. There's a driver and there appears to be at least one or two other guys in the car. So it's a team of people. They're doing this. Mm -hmm. And um, the door opens up in the back. The guy gets out, starts perusing, goes by my car, sees Claire's car and beelines for it. So he, he, but he starts trying handles on doors. He's tried some handles. Yeah. Uh, and, and she was wondering, go. and she said, so she, 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 she's pretty certain she locked her is because she's been aware of this ever since we saw this video, um, you know, a year ago of this crew coming through that were trying and, and, and uh, apparently they did steal a car a, a couple blocks down and we had, you know, given the, uh, the video out just to alert people that this was happening. So, um, you see the guy at the side of her car. Uh, for a little bit and gets it open and then within and you saw the video within it seemed like a minute not even seemed like 15 seconds cars on and running yeah uh and now so that you know i don't know what they had or what sort of because it's a fob car it's a you know a fob entry and 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 uh the whole process and i'm figuring okay well was it that the the you know we had heard the stories of your fob is is too close to the car in the house and blah blah. blah. No, 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 there's no yeah, way that could happen. I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening because that would be such a breach of security if you could be you know 40 yards away from the yeah. car and no, have it that turn ain't on. Happening. So um, they got it uh, running and uh, and they they took off. But these guys were they knew what they were doing. Yeah. And to watching the video, I realized they had two angles on it um and uh you know couldn't quite see uh, the license plate from what i understand that is actually kind of hard unless you have really hardcore cameras a and if you have it illuminated, B. So you need the extra light. When it, when you go to the um, night vision mode, it tends to muddy up the video I a little bit. I
0: think that angle-wise, anyway, unless you've got something, like, mounted on your
4: mailbox. You're, you're exactly right. But you're not going to be able you, to see license plates. You, you come in from the side. And you, exactly, exactly. And there's a
0: lot of times, like, even even security footage, where you can clearly see who the person is. Yep. They still can't figure out who it is
4: they still can't figure out who it you is. know what i mean so uh, and that's what these guys rely on and then what they do is obviously uh, you know the, the police responded quickly and uh at the time i mean it was hours after the fact she found out around nine o'clock yesterday morning and, it, and they'd stolen it at you know one you know. yeah when, yeah it was long um, gone yeah, yeah it was long gone and what yeah. these guys do you know people say about you know oh what about tracking systems and so on and so forth so you know we learned that they're they're good at Disabling those, they're good at getting into a place where it's either shielded or, you know, cuts the signal or, you know, I don't know what's right or what's wrong. put it in a Faraday (laughs) cage. Right, yeah, Yeah. yeah. Something, but, uh, Mm -hmm. and she's like, uh, and I said to her from the get-go, I said this, you were not in the car and a gun came through the window into your face. You were not pulled out. You were not worse, told to get out, get into the passenger seat at gunpoint and driven someplace. Um, you know, again, that <laughs> all of those things you say could have happened did not happen. And so she was asleep when it happened. I mean, we are securing it out the yin yang. That's for sure. So that's good. But this little thing is still—it's a—it's a violation. Totally, you it's feel a, victimized. You feel
0: victimized. Yeah, man. I mean, I've—I've I've, I've never had a car stolen or anything yeah. like that, but I've had like my window broken. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and just that little thing—you know, maybe something stolen out it's of the like vehicle. Mother, answers. that feels uh, like a, a so, victimization. But this yeah. happened right in front of
4: your house. That's even yeah. more like, oh yeah. man, come on. And it's and it's, but again, they pick a sweet spot time because they—the last yeah. time. When I saw these guys on the video, security video, I was just happened to be looking and I saw them doing the deal and I caught the video and I said... <laughs> Look at look at the hubris of these bastards, but that's what they do. It, I mean, it's a total.
6: You feel violated. It, it's yeah, an awful feeling. Yeah. I feel bad for you and for your wife. I know, like many things in life, it, it could have been a million times worse. Yes, for sure. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful everybody's okay, but it still sucks. Um, let me ask you this, Steve, because I was with a, a friend one time and he had his car stolen. We were at a bar in Philly and we came out and the, the car was gone. And uh, the our our initial reaction for the first three or four minutes was utter confusion. Yes, well, we, that's what she had because she was on her way. No idea.
4: Yeah where where is it there's only is it? <laughs> there is quickly you can quickly eliminate the places you're going to park we actually it is a fairly well illuminated the side streets lit up have a a very bright street light uh but again at that time they're playing the odds that right. not a lot of people are 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 going to see them and they did all the things outwardly to project that they were simply looking for a parking spot. Mm. I'm sure so, Claire, for like a split second, came
0: out and went, Wait, where did I park last yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Was, Wait, I I, right. was I drunk? Did I get right. towed last yeah, night? Yeah, did yeah. I? Yeah. But did <laughs> I go
4: do something I don't remember? Yeah. Do, I, do you completely forget? Yeah. She had come back from her mm. sister's house uh, and she had actually, she remembers because there were things that she had picked up, packages, Christmas gifts that she'd all taken out of the car. That's why she remembers locking, locking it. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, Steve, but you mentioned you know oh we you know we live in a, in a nice neighborhood. There's not really my my brother lives in a very nice neighborhood. Right. They have large homes and very nice cars through the entire neighborhood, and for that reason, it's targeted. And so they they had people going yeah. going through their neighborhood. They had to do like a town watch because every night these guys were coming in and a different house was getting hit, and they were hitting the cars specifically. Yeah.
4: So that's why, honestly, uh, uh, Preston, uh, you know, uh, that's why having the cameras, peripheral cameras, if you can do it. Uh, We've provided video to our neighbors when they've had side-view mirrors swiped off by vehicles. We've done uh, a couple of times given people um, uh, the footage that we had to help them ascertain or find people who might have committed crimes against them.
0: Let me go to Joe, who owns a uh, a garage, uh, works on cars, and can explain how they stole it. Hi, Joe. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey. (laughs) get away from me. Get away from me, you crumb bum. Um, Hang on a second here. Get away from me. Thank you. All right, Joe, what's the story, man?
12: Well, when Steve was saying how they get close to the house and, um, I guess, amplify the radio frequency of the key, what they're doing is they have a machine that can read your key so it can get the radio frequency from the key. Then they can duplicate that, walk right up to your car, keyless entry. Really? Or a remote start. Boom.
4: So Joe is so we have heard support of this uh, of this methodology and people who say no they can't do that. You're here to say yes they can.
12: Right they're not well they're not like amplifying your key like but if you get close because if you walk up close to your car, the car knows you're close. You don't have to touch the handle right Once you get close it wakes up. So once um, they use this machine and get close to where your key is inside the house, they can actually
0: read the RF code. How close to your house then, would they? How close would they have to get to pick up something from your your keys?
12: Uh, same same distance as um, you would get close to your car. You yeah, it, in this
4: video, they don't show. they, no, don't, they don't walk up close to Steve's they, house. They don't. And the the car. It, it, I mean, we're talking a, a good distance. Uh, You know, uh, uh, those keys were not, I would think, if those keys were readable from where they were in the house, that would be an outlandish, I think, breach of security, you know? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
12: and I think it depends on the machine that they're using to uh, try to pick up that signal.
4: Yeah, we've heard things like this, and I wonder, you know, I wonder to what level they can do this, if they can do this. Uh, Because, yeah, if the the car, as you say, wakes up when you're right alongside, there's no way— I mean, it'd have to be right adjacent to the house, and it wasn't.
0: Yeah. All Yeah. right, thanks, Joe.
4: Appreciate it.
1: Get away from me. And see, <laughs> even <you>.
4: he's upset. <laughs> um, wow, so, all right, so you, you call the cops? Yes, insurance, everything, and yep. the cops could not have been, you know, better. They were just uh, What did they say about it, though? So, uh, they, well, they say, believe it or not, there's a shot, but, you know, to anticipate that, you know, it's 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 gone. I would, write, you know, I would yeah. immediately, after that happens, like, well, it's gone. It's
0: gone. There yeah. you go. From see what later. you see. And yeah. these yeah. guys... You call the police and you go through the process, yeah. but I wouldn't expect much from them to be able to track it down and find it. That's just personally what I would think, because... That's how we're proceeding. They're just,
4: you know, yeah. it's gone. Yeah. But he they're saying it. it's not out of the realm of believability, yeah. uh, apparently, so this type of car is not like one that they will, you know, cut for parts or whatever, or... Yeah. But I... Who knows? I don't get my usual, you know, my monthly email from the car thieves on what's what's up, you know, fun facts, you know. Uh, So this is how they proceeded, and we're proceeding under that premise as well, Preston, that we're not going to get the car. But everything was called, all the stuff was called... Um, you know, she had an, an automatic garage door opener in the car, which I I, I terminated the uh, the connector on that, right. reset the system. I did everything that you're supposed to do. Anything right. in
0: there that she's realized? she was like, oh just man, just her fashion Fabri- collection. Oh, yeah. man. No, no nothing the- necessarily yeah. valuable, but something you're like, oh man. She was actually really really nothing. Her, okay, her Easy Pass because
4: I have like yeah. golf clubs yeah. and, and things like that. That'd be like son of a bitch. She had so <laughs> it, it, on the in the plus column. She had just cleared out all that stuff because we were taking stuff out, and she figured, okay. Let we grabbed this because we she had picked up some Christmas gifts when she was down with her sister. So yeah. that that's that's what uh, led to everything, maybe a a, a scarf or something, but nothing, you know, prized.
5: I got a car stolen one time, and not only did I lose the car, but I lost ten bowling balls and and a dozen (laughs) dildos that were in my glove box. Mm. Mm -mm. No, at one point I did have like six bowling balls in the back of my car and a a glove box full of dildos. Yeah, I wonder what those (laughs) those thieves would have thought. My brother-in-law... That's the name of your album, A Glove Box Full (laughs) of Dildos. I'm writing that down. It's like (laughs) a pocket full of kryptonite. Yep. Um, My brother-in-law had his car stolen from his driveway, and then like a day or two later was involved in a high-speed chase in Delaware yeah it's crazy so what they can do though listen I you we've all
4: seen the movies and the and the shows and, and about what they can do and the the warehouses hell the beginning of John Wick you know the uh Leguizamo runs a chop shop you yeah. know and you see what they're doing I don't know how accurate that is but it looks like they have this down to a science all it's- right let me go to I'm sorry to,
0: uh I'm gonna go to Andy here Andy's got a story good
4: morning Andy
12: Hey, good morning. It's Andy from Germantown.
0: Hey! Hey, Andy. Andy's from Germantown. Everybody. A-O-G. What's
12: up, buddy? Hey, when my dad was dating my mom way back when, I went to a Sixers game. My dad had this Chevelle Super Sport. It was gorgeous. They came out of the game, couldn't find the car. You know, they walk around for an hour, till everybody leaves, thinking that, you know, maybe I just parked in a different section. Nope, gone. So, uh, you know, cops did what they did. About a week later, my dad got a call, and they said, Hey, we found some of the parts from your car. We got raided a chop shop. You want to come down and get them? There's like five parts left. So oh my that's god. It. That's it. So, out of a car, parts left. I mean, it's just it's, it's a regular
2: organization. It's, it's what in, they, they do. Yeah. The
4: yeah. Uh, and, and so I'm just curious like I can see like a car like that, but but uh, Claire's was uh, it, it was an Audi like a like a, you know, I mean it wasn't really like a really What what, I think, perhaps, when they saw it, they might have had something that they said, "Oh, we can we can hit this, or we can get into this, or Mm -hmm. this is because the guy clearly like beelines Mm -hmm. when he sees the car." You know, here's text. Somebody says uh, they found
0: my my stolen van eighteen months later. Well, he goes on to say that he had uh, a, a work van stolen; every tool I had gone. Uh, not good for a self-employed carpenter. Oh my God! Yeah. Uh, and then he goes on to say they found my stolen van eighteen months later, totally empty, and of all places, French Creek State Park. Wow, that's a good ways away. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So um, you know that's that's
4: what I think they do. They go into an area and then get it way out of there. Sure. That's that's just that that's a to guess. me because that <clears throat> areas apparently, Kathy, like you were saying, where where the the neighborhood you know that they were going through and and, and kept them. hitting. What happens also is it tends to be in areas
6: where they can get out of there quickly to a, yeah. a main thoroughfare, a main, th- a main yep. road. Yep, that's yep. what happened yep. in, our, in our neighborhood because we mm-hmm. had uh, one car stolen and Steve had to live not far from the Blue Route and the cops said the exact same thing. Right, right. Access to the Blue Route and Route 30 and, and it's just a way for them to get away quickly. Just get away.
3: I will say, um, I made a joke last night and I said, well, at least you can get a new car now. <laughs>
6: but Because yeah.
3: my car my car didn't get st- got stolen, but it got broken into. This was years ago. And uh, I, I remember two things, be- feeling so violated, like... You mother... Yeah. You know, you yeah. took all of my stuff. And yes, you can, you get new stuff, your insurance covers it, but what a pain in the butt, sure. at least for me, because you had to replace the things on the inside. And the way, at least at the time, the way my insurance worked was um, I got a percentage of what was inside of the car unless I purchased that exact item and then they matched it and they paid for that item. So I had to show receipts that I, I actually you. purchased yeah. what was in the car. It's wow. going to be easier
4: yeah. for Claire because there's really nothing. Um, there was, you know, it, it's the car and I, I was, assuming we you know our insurance guys are, are are very good um that you know it'll be like a, a blue book situation assessment of the value of the car yeah you know well, it's or, probably easier because yeah. the whole
3: car is gone right, So right, we'll, yeah. you know they'll just cover that and then right. she can go get now something you,
4: else you wait a certain while because obviously they have to they do their protocol to make sure you're not you know Scamming. Pull, pulling an animal house right, you know right uh, <laughs> i'll swear you're doing a great job yeah. of watching the car <laughs>
5: Never had a car stolen, but I had several bikes stolen off of my property as a kid. That sucks because you don't have insurance. And when your bike gets stolen, you don't have a bike. And before you know it, it's at a bike chop shop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't know. I mean, you have no idea what what happens to those bikes. But, uh, yeah, I had... I mean... Bike thefts are common down the
0: shore, too. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so, because a lot of people ride bikes. Even the
4: tricycles the that you guys have? But that yeah. I don't know.
0: That's probably harder to get away on. Right, yeah, But, yeah, but yeah bikes are a pretty, pretty common thing. Bastards. <laughs> uh, here's a text that says, I was moving from college after graduation and stopped overnight at my boyfriend's in Allentown. My car was stolen with everything that I was moving home oh. with, oh. including my diploma,
4: man, oh, see, that sucks. So again, when you contextualize, and this poor person had that clipped, she had, she didn't have that. And again, there was just that story out of New York about the, the woman who was sitting in the car in the passenger side. Yeah, guy got in, you know, and and uh, you know,
5: uh, took her away, and right. it, was, it did not end well. Let me, all right. So statistically speaking, yeah. There's probably a car thief listen, listening right now. Do sure. you, th- you know, yeah. call
3: us and tell us? Please yeah. tell us your mindset. What's your yeah. deal? Yeah, <laughs> What's
5: yeah. Your How do you? The love you help you lie, right? Yeah, yeah. But how do you reconcile this in your mind? Right. When Don't
3: deter them from calling. We want to talk to. No, them. I'm
5: saying that. Yeah. I want. I, I would love to plead your case. Please tell me. Uh, somebody's
0: texting in saying, "Steve, check uh, your wife's Easy Pass history to see if it was run on oh. any tolls or after they stole." That's actually
5: movie. a good point. I'm sure yeah. the
0: police will probably look into that. Right. Right. Uh, but definitely, you can kind of track their whereabouts. Uh, right. Uh, let me go to, yeah, we'll go to Sandy on this particular call. Hi, Sandy. Good morning. Hello. Hi, Sandy. Sandy. What's
11: up?
10: Uh, yeah, so uh, we live on a uh, dead end street, and uh, people will come through to take change and stuff out of our cars. Yeah. And we accidentally left our keys in on a Sunday. And uh, on Monday morning, when we got up to go to work, both our cars were gone from our driveway. Oh.
4: Both of your cars were clipped.
0: You left keys in both your cars, Sandy.
10: Well, my husband was carrying both of our, you know, car keys on one set and thought he was going to be in and out, and you know, he wasn't. And mm.
4: you know what amazes me? You know, so, so Sandy, wow. uh, obviously, and then you think back. Okay, what what could I have done? Perhaps bring my keys inside, but but. Uh, you'll see people, we were running commercials for a while where people would be, you know, running into a store with the car running and, and, uh, you know, and it gets clicked. By the way, if you left your keys in your car
0: and your car is stolen, does that affect insurance? Yeah. Are you at fault? Because someone still stole your car. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, No, we were, we were, yeah, we were not at fault. I mean,
10: they still have no right to go in our car and take anything.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Sandy. Appreciate it. And by the yeah. way, whatever happened, you guys ever get your cars back? Do you ever see them again?
10: Oh, yeah. Well, one was set on fire uh, after it ran out of gas. And we did get the oh, other one back, but it was completely trashed. It was horrible. It cost us like $700 to get it back into
0: wow. running conditions. So these are going to go with just $700, out, maybe joyriding and, yeah. and uh, just beating them up.
10: Yeah, once they ran out of gas, they would set them on fire. But the
0: other one, yeah, they hadn't run out yet. So, you Whoa. know, one was on fire and one wasn't. <laughs> what a freaking run nightmare. At, run out of gas in a place that's convenient to set the vehicle on fire, you know what I mean? Hey, we'll set it on fire yeah. now. Yeah, we're yeah. done. All right, we yeah. can't yeah. go
4: anymore. Fired up somebody outside of the Walmart. Is that car on fire? Wow. Yeah. Well, we ran out of gas.
0: Uh, let me go to Michael. Hey, Michael, Good morning.
12: Good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, buddy? You guys rock. Oh! Appreciate it, man. Um, when well, my wife was in grad school. She had a POS four-door Chevelle or yeah. It's six- yeah,
0: it's Chevette. Chevette. Okay. Okay.
12: Yeah, Chevette. I, I can understand stealing a Chevelle SS, <laughs> Sure, but it, they stole it in front of them. It's 6th and Spruce, and three days later, they called us. They found it in North Philadelphia at 3 o'clock in the morning, and they wanted us to come pick it up. At oh, three yeah. o'clock in the morning, it was I'll be right there. a chevette. A chevette. <laughs> uh, I have one that's worse. A friend of mine had a massive, massive uh, cassette collection of Grateful Dead tapes, and somebody stole them out of his car. Ah,
0: something personal like
4: that. Yeah, that's. But you listen. The, the truth of the matter is, do not again. As much as you think, ah, this is okay. We're cool here. Take it out of your car, just to, Nick. You had the laptop oh. stolen at that time. Oh I'm God. sure you figured, okay, it, this is an obvious area, well trafficked. It's not going to happen. Yeah, and then it does, and then you have hindsight's. You know, twenty twenty. Right, exactly.
3: I'll have papers. Like if I leave here, I have wrote something on a yeah. piece of paper. I throw it on my front seat. Uh, like I went into the city yesterday. I took things like that out of my front seat and put them in the trunk, like as if somebody was going to break in and steal the paper that I have notes written on. But I will. After that happened to me, my car got broken into, and I didn't yeah. even have. I didn't even have things that were like laying out at the time. I had uh, an external GPS, one that wasn't built into the car, yeah. and mm-hmm. I, I used to put it in the center console. And I was at the King of Prussia Mall, and I didn't. I left it suction cup. Remember, you used to suction yeah, cup yeah. it to your windshield, yeah. and that's where I left it. And ever since then, I mean, everything. Like I said, little pieces of paper go in the trunk. They no,
4: look for it in the center console if there's a wire sticking out or yep. a USB connector or any of those things. Um, there's nothing in my car, I, and and I, I don't do it. And if you do, take that extra couple of seconds and throw it in the trunk as you're yeah. doing. Yeah, why, why give them an entree? I'm going to go to Vinny. Hi, Vinny. You're
0: on the air. Good morning. Good
12: morning, Nate. You guys work.
0: Morning. Yeah,
4: you work, buddy. What's <laughs> up?
12: So I got a funny story about the worst car thieves you could ever think of. About 15 years ago, my mother had a 95 Dodge Caravan stolen. You know, sweet sports car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Come to find out, uh, we, lived, we lived in Quakertown at the time, not too far from you, Preston. Yeah. And uh, we found out there was four or five other minivans stolen the same night, hmm. uh, a couple blocks from apart from each other. Huh. The way it was found was these idiots abandoned all the minivans in allentown i don't know if they went up there to try to get drugs or, or buy drugs or sell it for whatever that's what the one cop was telling my mom and dad but they abandoned it in front of one of the police precincts then the dude went to a convenience store across the street from where he abandoned it and used his own freaking debit card <laughs> and they <got> the cameras <laughs> and, they, and once they found the one guy he started singing the songbird
1: there
0: you go oh wow man yeah what was the fate of the van
12: Uh, the steering column, what they did was, apparently, they said minivans are easy to hotwire. Mm. They busted the steering column out with a screwdriver, jammed it in there, and once it gets past a certain point, they were able to, they were able to just jimmy it, I guess, more or less.
4: It's it's weird, though, Vinny, because, you know, again, this car had, this was a fob car, and they did not have the fob. They did, and yet, they got the car running in, as Preston was saying, like, basically seconds. Yeah.
12: Well, like the other... Like the other gentleman had said, I'm, 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 I got a lot of friends who are in the cars and 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 dealerships and whatnot. Right. They ha- they have these machines that are out there that you. I mean, you don't even have to be that close to your actual house; the signal can pick it up. They can be driving past your house in your car, and boom, they have somebody jump out half a block up the way. I've, I've heard it numerous times. At the Sheen, though,
4: I'd like to. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see. So again, we've Thanks, heard, heard this. I'd like to see it demonstrated. Yeah. I'd like to see a video of this because. I've heard it. A lot of people swear that this is the case, that they have these amplifiers, and yet it seems to me like, wow, that seems that seems kinda hard to believe. Right. If it exists, but it's got to yeah. be on YouTube, I would imagine right, it's
0: right. some kind of demo for that. Wow. Uh let me see here. We'll go next to uh Ryan. Hey, Ryan, good morning.
12: Hey, what's up, Potatoes yep. Steve? <laughs> what's up, buddy? Um, hey, so about it was over fifteen years ago I was We had our car parked literally like 20 yards from the Phoenixville police station. (laughs) And we come outside in the morning and the car's gone.
4: They stole Um, a car 20 yards from a police station.
12: Yeah, there's like a little street and right in the parking lot, right across the street, it was in view. Wow. So, you know, it took some time to realize what had happened. And then we go over, you know, knock on the police door, police comes out, point over. That's our car was stolen from right there. So uh, (laughs) like two, three days later, it shows up one block away from the Norristown police station. Oh. And uh, the worst part was the police did the inventory and everything. They're like, oh, did you have some CD books in the car? It was like several hundred dollars in CDs. Mm-hmm. And we go to the impound lot to get our CDs and stuff, and, and then they were missing from there. They got stolen so from the impound from lot.
4: There. Yeah. Yep. Well, there you go. You, yeah. you live and you learn. I mean, honestly, Thanks, throw it in the trunk. If you have anything in the car and you, wherever you're going, throw it in the trunk when you get out. All right, one more quick call.
0: Uh, Dan is a police dispatcher, and he is on the line. Hey, Dan, good morning. Morning, sir. How you doing? Uh good, buddy. All right, so you got a little intel on stolen vehicles?
12: So we start to see an uptake in stolen vehicles in the winter months because people are warming up their cars and they don't lock their cars before mm. they're just leaving their keys in the car so they're getting their windows smashed out. Right. And Wawas are big time for stolen vehicles because people are leaving their cars running and then they're just running to the store to get their food.
4: So Dan, you're saying that that uh, this is that that. Would you say that that's eighty-five, ninety percent of the stolen car cases around this time, or because people are warming up their cars or darting into a store and leaving the car running in the parking lot?
12: That that's correct. So do not leave your keys in the car. Do not leave your vehicle running at any point because they just literally, they come down the street, they're just checking door handles, Yeah. and as soon as they find an easy car, they're, they're taking it.
5: All right, so if you have a uh, car that runs with a fob and you leave your car running and you go into a Wawa, they can't drive away if they don't have a... Uh, no, they can. Yeah. No, they, they, they can. They, they can drive can. away, they, they, but but they, they
0: can't do a stop, turn it off, and then start it back up again.
12: That's correct. As long as you leave your car running... And you take the key fob with you, they can hop back in it and they can take your car. If you stop your Ah, car.
0: So remember that. On a couple of occasions, I've had the keys in my pocket. Rochelle is driving. I'm going to run into the store real quick and go get some. She'll pull up, drop me off. I go in and I'll hear beep, beep, beep beep, beep, as the car's pulling off. And (laughs) I'm like, oh, I got my keys. But you can still drive it now if she were to turn it off. You can't restart okay. it at that point, okay. but you can drive yes. it without the fob. So, so Dan,
4: as far as uh, are they? I assume that they've gotten pretty, um, pretty adroit at going around a fob ignition system. It appears that way, correct? Yes. All right. It's comfort to me. Wow. All right. Thank you, Dan. <laughs>
0: Appreciate it, man. All right. Well, um, yeah, we'll have to look that up and see if there's a video of, of them
4: doing that fob routine uh, because that's just wild, man. That's, yeah. Uh, that's little freaky. But my wife is, uh, like, she's awesome because she, again, you put it in context and all of the really horrible things going on with people and theft and carjacking and and all of that, it could have been far worse Mm, and we'll be fine. You know, and once you... contextualize it that way you just move on yep yep all right
0: well anyhow well thank you for sharing oh
4: good luck with everything
0: Uh, um, thank you we'll see how how this plays out and uh thank you for the calls gang we're going to take a break we'll come back in a second uh, and the bizarre file stories are lined up and ready to be brought down to you we'll be right back
7: love mmr buy some gear check out the rock shop at wmmr.com
11: Supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMRS Preston and Steve Show.
7: Now back with more of the Preston and
3: Steve Show podcast. Stepford to forty-two. This traffic report brought to you by Triple.
0: <laughs> oh, we weren't a... ready.
3: Right, oh, no, God. this is for real. I'm not really oh, waiting for the music. Okay. It's okay. brought to you by AAA Car Care. <laughs> That's how user friendly this computer is. <laughs> Tuesday and Wednesday only <laughs> by three.
0: A Triple A Car Care Center C store for WMFR. I love the <laughs> reverb. <laughs> 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 they should charge a premium for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you only get you have to pay like twenty-five percent more if you want the reverb added to your live tag. Really does put a graphic. Put a button on put it. That's yeah, yeah. exactly what it does. Uh, real quick, before we get to the B-file, I want to uh, read a couple of shout-out emails. This one is actually from Ann Gorski. No! She writes, it's Ann Gorski here. And I loved seeing the young man Carter Fisher had raised $747 for the Camp Out for Hunger. He wrote the check from Ann Gorski Savings, yes. which was hilarious. <laughs> and I wanted to do something with this, so I posted on social media to see if I could get donations to match that well. We did, we did that and then some, and I want to make sure that Carter knows that he is responsible for getting another thousand dollars of Whoa. donations Yay. for Phil Abundance. And she said, That's "Can you awesome. please mention this on the air?" And I'm sending the money over Wednesday. If anyone else wants to donate to it, they can Venmo to me, uh, and it's at Ann uh, Gorski. Right. Uh, she said, Carter and Preston and Steve rock. So that's
6: cool. That's, go. that's awesome. awesome,
0: man. And it's just so out cool. of appreciation for what uh, what Carter did, which was really cool. It's this little kid that set up his own <laughs> uh, his own fundraiser. And
6: tomorrow's the last day for Acme. We can, yeah. you can still donate uh, today and tomorrow. So uh, if you're shopping at Acme today or tomorrow, please make that donation. Absolutely.
0: Another shout-out says, hey, I want to give a shout-out to my husband, Mark. Can you do this anytime? Or you can do this anytime. And I want to thank him. Uh, he has been working really hard out of state, keeping us going because of lack of work here from COVID. And I miss him so much, but I really appreciate what he's doing and how hard he has been working. If you could also give a uh, shout out to Princess Wizzles and Mishka, they would love it. They are my cats. And they, I had a feeling. <laughs> and they love listening to you guys. Much peace and love. That is from uh, Katie. So here you go. Shout out. And then one last one. Uh, it says, hey, I was bummed out that we didn't get a chance to make it." this is from uh, Sadie Waters in, in uh, Newark, Delaware, by the way. She says, I was bummed that we didn't make it out to the camp out this year uh, from Delaware, but overjoyed that I was able to go to a local Acme and donate. And I did just that twice, and I also grabbed selfies with your cardboard selves.
4: Excellent. She,
0: she sent those over to us. I didn't even know those were still around. They are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We need to get one of those. I want one of those for here. Yeah. Just to just to keep, because they're going to go away sake. eventually. yeah. yeah. Uh, She says, can you send out a big, loud, most ridiculous shout-out to my phenomenal husband, Brendan? We all listen to MMR all day. Every day he starts work each morning, sometimes before you all have to come on the air. Uh, So even if you want to get it out of the way early, most likely he will have you on. But he will be focused on work. You might have to get his attention. Brendan, Mr. Waters, hey, Brendan, Harry Potter. His glasses are similar to that, and it is now how Pierre knows him. So she wanted me to say that. So here's a shout-out from Sadie.
6: And then Nick had one more shot out and then we're doing the B-File. I was watching NBC Nightly News last night with uh, Lester Holt, and they did a story about uh, big b- business versus small business uh, over Black Friday, and uh, they were focusing on Walmart and the sales that are having, and then they they cut to a small business, and, Steve, it is literally a brick-and-mortar store. Yeah. It's called Out There Outfitters. I go there all the time. It's in Wayne, PA, right on North Wayne Avenue, and I'm watching this, and, and they're talking about you know the, the, what uh, Walmart is going to do with supply chain stuff, yeah. and then they cut to this, this store that I go to, and I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> and they were highlighting that. As a small business, which is really cool, so I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, everybody at Out There Outfitters. It's a great store, and if you are shopping on Black Friday, consider going to a small business. When
4: was a small small business?
6: Was it last weekend? Uh, no, it's coming up Saturday. Yeah, Black Friday is Friday, obviously, and then Small Business Saturday. We'll, we'll get a picture of it, and quite literally, yeah. is made of brick Break and mortar. And mortar. Yeah. You know, yes,
5: I was I'm I was been searching my emails for weeks. I cannot find it. Uh, speaking of small businesses. The place in Wayne that does framing. What's the name of that store? They like the so one that want,
6: highlighted you at, on their marquee at one point? Mm,
5: did they? I don't I don't remember. Do you remember when I went to a a big box store and they lost my yes. stuff that I wanted to get framed and we talked about it and then I had somebody email me that well,
4: I thought they were from I would call my frame place frame job
6: Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's two frame stores that I really like. One's called Coles, and that's in, um, Kanshaken, uh on, uh, Fayette in Kanshaken. And then there's one it, that's attached to the Berwyn train station. That's not in Wayne, but it's, uh, I think it's called the frame store and it's literally a part of the train station in Berwyn, PA. So that okay. might be the one that might've been of. it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. That's uh-huh. all. That's you it. just
5: wanted to know? Yeah. Uh, yes, because okay. I couldn't find it. And, uh, in my emails anywhere, I knew I got an email from somebody or, In that area. Okay.
0: We're highlighting small business. All right. Is that what we're doing? We're highlighting them. All right. Rock on, small business. Let's do the beef. Now,
2: WMMR
0: presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre final. Final. Brought to you by Iron Hill Brewery and their top-selling IPAs and seasonal beers. They're now available everywhere that craft beer is sold locally. You can visit ironhillbrewery.com and click Beer Finder to find a retailer near you. So, a man... Thought he had struck gold in Australia, but he's been told that his his discovery was, in fact, far more valuable than the precious metal. David Hull stumbled across a reddish, heavy rock in yellow clay as he combed Maryborough Regional Park close to Melbourne, Australia, in 2015. Hey, look what I found. The famous Australian gold rush washed over the area in the 19th century. With that in mind, uh, Mr. Hull took home his find, convinced that it contained a gold nugget. Despite his best efforts, the rock could not be split open to reveal its contents. And after years of mystery, Mr. Hull found out that he had actually found a meteorite, a very rare one, after taking it to the Melbourne Museum. Uh-huh. Uh, Dermot Henry, a geologist of the museum, described how in his 37 years working in the area, he'd only come across two genuine meteorites. He said, uh, I've looked at a lot of rocks that people think are meteorites. Uh, But this one had this sculpted, dimply look to it, and that's formed when they come through the atmosphere. They are melting on the outside, and the atmosphere sculpts them. Uh, In some meteorites, there is stardust, even older than our solar system, which shows us how stars form and evolve to create elements of the periodic table. Other rare meteorites contain organic molecules, such as amino acids. Uh, This particular meteorite might uh, most possibly, probably, uh, comes out of the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter, and it's been nudged out of there by some asteroids smashing into each other, and then one day it's smashing Earth. They they figure it's around 4.6 billion years oh. old. Wow! So,
4: what is it worth? I'm sure they're going to be. It's going to be in a museum. But what what they estimate a value? They didn't. Huh. But it's going to be more than gold. Yeah. Uh,
0: carbon dating analysis puts its time on Earth somewhere between 100 and 1,000 years with various meteor sightings in the past 150 years potentially offering an explanation when it crashed Earth. But yeah, Steve, I didn't see any value on it. They say
4: it's almost 100% Argentium, Preston. Oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah,
0: A professor fired from Fordham University after he was accused of pleasuring himself during a Zoom lecture <laughs> is suing the Bronx school, claiming his erectile dysfunction made the allegation virtually impossible. Ha! The student who filmed the video is also suing Fordham, claiming that she faced retaliation after she turned over the awkward 2020 video. Howard alert! <laughs> Howard Robinson, who is 68, was a tenured professor at the university's Graduate School of Social Services when uh, graduate student Andrea Morin filmed a video of the teacher appearing to pleasure himself during a September tenth, 2020 class. But Robinson said in the petition that his erectile dysfunction and low testosterone levels make it virtually impossible for him to get, you know... Yeah, the joke's on you. I can't get it up. Yeah, which he had told school officials in the subsequent inquiry. More alleged in her lawsuit, she saw, uh, saw him from above his waist uh-huh. and observed him for a period of one and a half minutes, during which time he was shaking, breathing hard, oh, and saying... I- Oh, F, yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. Uh, be my regular Saturday night thing, baby.
0: This happened oh, yeah. as students had broken out into separate break rooms <laughs> and she had her camera turned off due to illness. Wow. Uh, she recorded the incident on her cell phone and reported it the same day. Morham claimed... Uh, That she contacted Steve Albanese, the associate dean, about the incident after she was initially dissuaded from doing so by school counselors. Uh, She sent an email to Albanese sharing details of the alleged incident as well as a video that she had recorded. Lawsuit states Robinson emailed Morin asking her how she was feeling and that he was, quote, thinking about her.
3: Uh dear God.
0: Um, Robinson is petitioning to have his position reinstated at the college, claiming that in the video he was not pleasuring himself, but struggling not to urinate <laughs> due to an enlarged prostate and other medical problems. He was typing away in an email of students to send a PowerPoint at the same time. Mm. Uh, Morn actually saw Robinson grimacing and shifting his weight in his seat as he rushed to complete the message to his class before relieving himself, the petition said. Robinson was fired from the university following uh, what his petition called a flawed investigation that did not permit him the chance for a hearing so that's interesting i don't know if he if she didn't actually see his nether regions there's where's your proof to prove yeah that he was doing that so yeah interesting all right an indian man who was in a road accident and had been declared dead was found alive in a morgue freezer by his astonished family members well, the next day what do you know uh srikesh kumar was taken into a clinic in a critical condition after being hit by a motorcycle. He was taken to a private medical facility after the accident where a doctor declared him dead on arrival. He was then transferred to a government hospital for a postmortem on Friday. Police were informed. His body was put in the morgue freezer until his family arrived six hours later. Six hours. The chief medical superintendent of the emergency uh, said the emergency medical officer had been had seen the patient at three a.m. and there was no heartbeat. He had examined the man multiple times. The medical superintendent said when a police team and his family came over to initiate the paperwork for the autopsy, he was found alive. According to the Times of India, a document was signed by family members agreeing to an autopsy, and they had identified the body. But Mr. Kumar's sister-in-law had noticed that he was showing signs of movement. She said, uh, he's not at all dead. How did this happen? Look, he wants to say something. He's breathing. Dr. Singh said he was declared dead at the time, but in the morning, a police team and his family found him alive. Uh, An investigation...
4: Breathing and moving are signs of life, correct? Uh, Yes, last I checked.
0: They've been ordered to uh, check how he came to be mistakenly declared dead.
4: How did he not die six hours in a freezer? All right, and here's the last story. A man
0: was critically hurt when his wife drove over him twice as he tried to dislodge a bowling ball that had been thrown in front of their car on Saturday. (laughs) It's in Kansas City, so the couple ran over the bowling ball around 3 p.m. Saturday in Kansas City, and the ball became lodged under their car.
4: I'm going to go get that bowling ball. You drive over me.
0: Later in the day, a suspect went to a police station and admitted to throwing a bowling ball in front of a moving car. And after they stopped, the 25-year-old man had crawled under the vehicle to try and remove the ball. Then a suspect approached the vehicle and tried to grab the 25-year-old woman's purse while the man was trying to reach the bowling ball. During the struggle over the purse, the woman pressed her foot on the gas pedal and heard a yell from under the car, which had rolled over her husband. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Police said the woman then put the car in reverse oh and rolled over her husband a second time. As the man cried out, the suspect fled without the purse. The man was taken to the hospital in critical condition but was in stable condition as of Saturday night. Wow.
4: Do you remember that uh, little thing you had happen uh, years ago where you drove over a
0: motorcycle helmet? It fell off a motorcycle in front of me. They had it on the back, and it got lodged underneath the van. And I drove miles all the way to my house. I pulled over, and I couldn't get it out from underneath there. I needed something. It was deep in the I couldn't reach it. Yes. So I eventually had to drive home. (laughs) It was the like coolest was scraping the
4: whole way. Thing though, once you got it out, yep. it was perfectly like polished smooth because the the street had just worn it down. It was wild. It looked like a laser had cut it. It Did yeah,
0: in, in a in like a, a quarter of it off. It was pretty wild.
4: All right, there you go. Your
0: bizarre file. Let's take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Don't forget Jay Okerson joining us around nine o'clock. Stay put. You know, we couldn't do the Camp Out for Hunger without all our sponsors. Did they make it happen? We couldn't do it without them.
8: 93.3 WMMR.
7: Highlighting our valued partners, the local businesses who donate products and services
10: that help make Camp Out for Hunger happen. Hey, it's Laura from Spurs Fuel and Heating. For the fourth year running, Spurs is happy to donate the diesel fuel that powers the generators and other equipment to keep the Camp Out speakers blaring, the heaters running, and more. And this year, we're also contributing over 100 pounds of food for Phillip... Spurs is a family-owned fuel delivery company that helps businesses across the Philadelphia region power their equipment with quality, clean diesel. We also provide heating oil and HVAC services for homeowners throughout Delaware County. Preston, Steve, and the MMR crew go the extra mile for the community, and that's why we are so proud to be their fuel partner for Camp Out.
1: Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger.
8: Find out how you can make a difference at WMMR.com. This
7: message brought to you by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell
3: them for less. This traffic report brought to you by... (laughs) Wawa. Now every Tuesday, Wawa Rewards members get any size hot coffee or handcrafted iced coffee for free. Free coffee Tuesdays. Good morning. Start at Wawa. Woo! And that's your traffic on ninety WMMR.
0: I love that. Yeah, it works I love well. That doesn't it? new yeah. version of the sponsor. Yes. <laughs> um. You know what? What? I noticed some oh! things. Inside. I might even put the mask on.
4: The noticer is back, and he's better than ever. His pre-Thanksgiving edition is celebrated around the world as he puts his mask on over his glasses. It doesn't quite fit, but he'll make it work. You know what I need. I need? I noticed that doesn't work.
0: I, I did, and I noticed that, too, but I need new uh, a, Straps? A, elastic band because this one's getting worn out. Yeah, I can't put this on over the headphones. No, you head can't. Oh, yeah. Hang on. I, 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 I got the off. Can't
4: put on his mask.
0: Put these on over the glasses. <sighs> Okay, and uh,
5: and he's oh, here. Where did Preston go? Wait, where, wait! Somebody go get Preston. Tell him that the Notice is here.
4: Did you notice anything? <laughs> you will. I like how you're like yeah. you're like an old person wears glasses <laughs> hanging on Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't the Notice it looks like the Notice's grandfather.
0: Quite the right way, um, but I did notice a few things that are worth mentioning. Um, I noticed this story out of the UK. That so uh, the United Kingdom is it? Not? That would be the one. <laughs> yes. Lobsters, octopus, and crabs will be recognized as sentient beings in the UK after new research suggested that they have a central nervous system and can feel pain. Uh-huh.
4: So does that mean that someone could sue a red lobster for serving lobster? No. Okay. Not at this point. Uh, the legislation...
0: Can will, lobsters become lawyers? Uh, ...will not affect fishing practices or restaurants that sell shellfish, but will protect the animals in future decision-making. Is this
4: the, one, is this the beginning? Could we one day have an octopus as a barrister? Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. you have to wear the little wig, yeah. which would be really cute. And uh, then, uh, what, you'd have like eight gavels, right? So the
0: U.K. <laughs> government announced Friday that all uh, decapod crustaceans and cephalopod mollusks Will be added to the animal welfare uh, sentience bill. Oh, there you go. Yeah. After a study from the London School of Economics and Political Science found evidence that the sea creatures are sentient or can feel. This is a great day for lobsters everywhere uh, and octopi. Oh, there's like <laughs> loads of galleys. Yeah. yeah, there's, there's more. Because <laughs> there's eight. Yeah, just there's just one eight octopus. Of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
6: yeah. Uh, so, what were they considered before?
0: uh i i don't know non, dinner. non-sentient dinner yes <laughs> oh, yeah. and they still are uh non-sentient so I, which is interesting because i mean to to determine if something feels pain uh i guess you just
4: you, you, you ask it. You, you yeah. know, you, no. you you Yeah,
0: that hurt. You do something painful to it and it reacts physically <laughs> yeah, it has to, to scream
5: it. Scream or say right. an hour.
0: or just move to yeah. wow. get out of the way of danger. <laughs> know, I will tell you I this. Think.
4: Haven't they isn't they standing right now currently that some plants recoil in pain or feel some something akin to pain?
0: Something like right? that. Right? I don't know. Uh, Decapod crustaceans, by the way, include shrimp, lobsters, crayfish, and hermit crabs. Cephalopod mollusks mullus- include squid, octopus, and cuttlefish.
4: At Octopi, Octopi, and Octopi, we're here for you. Mm. <laughs> Anytime, day, or night.
0: <laughs> I've cooked lobsters at home before. Oh, and I can't do it. You've got to kill them. Yeah. You, know, you, can, you, can either, you can either throw them straight into the water or do what I had done, which is you take a knife, between their eyes and you bang, mm-hmm. go right down like that. And they, dude, they curl up and they, you know, rah, yeah. they, they writhe around and everything. And it's it's hard to do, but you know, have you
4: know. ever let just left the knife next to them and, and say, you know what to do and what <laughs> to do? <laughs> you do it. Listen, you're going to be yeah, dinner yeah, either way. You, no, you, you do leave. that Robert Duval speech in Godfather too, yeah. Preston. We right? Have, you, know, you open up a vein. <laughs> I'll take care of your family. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> no, yeah.
5: You, you get two lobsters and you put a knife in front of them. You go, you know. You guys one day, of when do you. One of you yeah. got
0: to go. Yeah. It's like in, uh, hey, uh, like in Dark night. <laughs> Dark night. We're having auditions. <laughs> and throw him a pool cue and let him break it <laughs> and go at it. Uh, but no, it's... Uh, listen, I've, I've done it before. I've since... Uh, that's probably the last animal I've killed in my yeah. life. Uh, but I haven't done that in a long, long time. But, you know, it's... Uh, they're... you know, as human beings, we eat them.
4: That's what happens. Yeah. And and if you go to Red Lobster, that's what's happening. It's just someone else
6: is doing it. Yeah, exactly. And that scream that they make when you put them in the that's not actually scream. Ah! No, pain. it's not. It's, it's not? just like the uh, sound escaping.
0: Yes, uh, it's like the it's it's like a whistling almost. You know what
6: yeah. It is. It's oh rock
4: and roll, baby. <laughs> is that what that is? Turn <laughs> it up. That's what it's coming out. Lobster wow. rock. Yeah. Uh, Is that lobster rock? Well, then get me a bib. It'd be rock lobster, right? Yeah, I guess so.
0: By the way, Animal Welfare Minister Lord Zek Goldsmith said the UK has always led the way on animal welfare and our action plan for... (laughs) (laughs) The
4: UK has always led the way on lobster and clam autonomy. I one day see an legal system within the United Kingdom that is absolutely controlled and maintained... By squid. <laughs> of course, once we can train sponges to talk, we will have our own SpongeBob
0: square. <laughs> uh he said by setting out our plans to bring in some of the strongest protections in the world for pets. Now we shall like,
4: retire to the main chamber for some Krabby
5: Patties. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think Krabby patties are? <laughs> I think they're like crab crab meat. Okay. Crab sandwiches. That right? makes sense, right? Um, I mean it's in the yeah. In the no, I just think I just they're... Think not
4: they're, called lobster patties. So. I think they're hamburgers. <laughs> oh, they look good, whatever they are. Yeah. You know, like, it goes back to, and I, I still need to go off on a tangent here and notice her, but years ago, when, remember Wimpy, the character on Popeye? Yeah. Uh, he always ate hamburgers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, those animated ha- the hamburgers made me hungry, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, you look at the, the gigantic sandwiches that uh, Dagwood? Shaggy and, and Scooby would yeah. eat. Mm-hmm. No, not Dagwood, yeah. but but Shaggy and Scooby, those always looked quite...
5: The, the, Appetizing. They did. Yeah. What yeah. do you think Scooby snacks were? Because Shaggy would eat those, too. Cocaine. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> That's why he wanted them so yeah. bad. I mean, what do you think? He addicted.
0: All right, I noticed some other things. <laughs> Hang on
4: here.
0: <laughs> this one's for Kathy. Oh. You probably already know this, Kathy, no. but Target will no longer open their retail outlets on Thanksgiving Day, making permanent... What was initially a pandemic-related move for distributing single-day foot traffic over an extended weekend shopping event?
3: Yeah, I think a lot of people are doing that. A lot of companies uh, are kind of shifting back like they did last year. Not many, I don't think any actually, or not that any I shopped at open last year on Thanksgiving. They're doing it again this year, so I All hope right. maybe it stays that uh, way.
0: Here, here are the places okay. that will be open uh, Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. Albertsons, Dollar General, Kroger, Michaels, Rite Aid, Walgreens, and Whole Foods. Hmm. Other than Target, the list of closed stores includes Apple, Barnes & Noble, Bed Bath & Beyond, Best Buy, Home Depot, Ikea, JCPenney, Kohl's,
4: Macy's, Sam's Club, and Walmart. Those
3: are so the ones that are closed. They will be closed. Yeah, okay. so, See, it seems yep. like they're like teaming up together. and they're- yeah.
4: I wonder I wonder if that is also a part of the fact that you a lot of these places are understaffed to begin with. And yeah. to get people for the holidays, they just figured, ah, what the hell, we'll just close down. I well, mean, uh,
3: I can't believe Michael's is open. That's one of the ones that I have to visit. And everything's going to be sold out if they open on Thanksgiving.
0: Um well it says here based on retail sales reports that this year's holiday shopping has begun earlier than usual. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's one of the reasons. So people they're they're already getting it a doesn't leg have up to the oomph.
4: Yes, I got it. Yeah, that makes sense. So
0: Target CEO Brian Cornell said what started as a temporary measure driven by the pandemic is now our new standard, one that recognizes our ability to deliver on our guests' holiday wishes both within and well beyond store hours. Um, And he said, you don't have to wonder whether this is the last Thanksgiving you'll spend with family and friends for a while because Thanksgiving store hours are one thing that we won't get back to when the pandemic finally
4: subsides. So where's the beacon in all this, the place that will provide you with a place to go to once your family starts
6: driving you crazy? Wawa. Wawa. Yeah. I'm going to go
4: Christmas so. shopping at Wawa.
6: When I worked at McDonald's, the only two days that it was closed uh, throughout the entire year were Thanksgiving and Christmas. And, and Is that the case now? I don't know. I mean, yeah. That's why I brought it up. I'm, I'm curious as to, um, even with fast food, which ones are open uh, on, on Thanksgiving. Uh, they must get like a big holiday rush at McDonald's, right?
4: People coming and buying for the holidays. You know, Big Macs under the tree. Uh, The
0: National Retail Federation, the nation's largest retail trade group, predicts that this year's sales uh, to reach record levels with growth expected between 8.5 and 10.5 percent compared to 2020's growth of 8.2 percent from the previous year. So they're expecting it to be a big shopping season. Good. Another reason for the increase in early sales this year is that shoppers are worried about the persistent supply chain crisis affecting stores across the country and stocking up earlier than usual to prevent critical shortages.
4: Not for anything here, but your first story with what they found in the UK, couldn't they have a few uh, octopi working down at the loading docks with all their appendages? (laughs) Listen, I've seen things like, you know, uh, the Flintstones. Yes. Where some of these
0: animals can do crazy efficient stuff because they have multiple limbs like In fact,
4: I think it was an octopus in the the kitchen at one of the restaurants that the
6: Flintstones would frequent, and they were doing all sorts of stuff. Wouldn't doubt it. I think an octopus is a a sushi chef in um, Monsters, Inc.,
0: it's, um, that's kind of creepy, isn't Yeah, octopus-type character, yeah. Right,
6: um, yeah. Octopus-ish monster. Because I mean, he yep. he's got a knife and everything. Mm-hmm. At least
4: maybe several knives. That's like that's like us, in a way, that'd be like us serving monkey burgers. Because there's, there's, there's a genetic connection between sushi and... That's yeah. true. is that that's kind true. of creepy? Yeah. But it
5: was a monster, not... An, An octopus. octopus. Oh, you're right. Yeah, they're, they're... yeah. He doesn't live in the water. Put some think. holes in my
6: theory. Yeah.
0: Uh, as online e-commerce platforms like Amazon get more ubiquitous, Target, along with other major retailers, began opening stores on Thanksgiving a decade ago to stay competitive and make the most of the shopping rush. So this isn't just a pandemic thing. Like this happened a while back, and well, I, I remember going, "Come on,
4: man! They, they were making the adaption to that, and also to give people listen." So uh, occasionally, when we go up and uh, when we used to go up to New York and and have Thanksgiving. With family up there we, during the day, we just okay. There's nothing to do, and you didn't want to rush over to the house and bother the people who are preparing the food, so you'd go shopping. What a depressing thing on Thanksgiving because yeah. the, the staff doesn't want to be there. Yep, no, and you know, and, and and the sales weren't that tremendous unless you're making like double time,
0: yeah. you know, money or something like that. Which you that. could. Uh, when critics blamed uh, corporations for making people work during the holidays, some stores ended the practice. Retailers like Nordstrom and Costco remained closed, saying that they wanted to respect the holidays. So, ch- some others are jumping on board.
6: I think on federal holidays, that's required for uh, under employment laws. President, it's either double time or time and a half. If, okay. you, if you choose to work on a holiday that's a federal holiday, you automatically get paid uh, more. Okay.
0: Alright, I noticed this other thing Very interesting story this morning Has to do with human body odor Oh yeah And you can't underestimate the power of smells A new study finds smelling the chemical Hexadecanol Or Hex, H-E-X Which is found in human body odors And infants when under stress Actually triggers aggression in women
4: While it blocks aggression in men No, it makes me gag I can't stand that body odor smell. Well, it's not, I, I don't
0: think it's it's like stinking, you know, what you call oh, we're just call talking body like a natural musk. This is, it says, the, the this particular hexadecanol uh, is found in human body odors in infants when under stress. Oh, so It's a very okay. specific thing. Um, and apparently it, it causes women to be more aggressive and men to be <laughs> less aggressive. It blocks aggression in oh. men. The connection it has to babies could be why smelling it leads to more aggressive behavior in women as it taps into the maternal instincts to protect their offspring. Huh. So I have this vision, Steve, of like a um, like a female MMA fighter in a corner and they bring over like a fussy baby and she yeah. just smells it and it gets <laughs> her all fired up. Right, smell this. To go in and rip, it's like, you know, Rocky and smelling salts or something yeah. like that.
4: Cut me, Mick. Cut me and bring me a baby.
0: Uh, at the same time, smell <laughs> At the same time smell
4: break you oh, yeah I got a baby back in my room
0: <laughs> Smelling hex may also suppress male aggression by design as it could put the child at risk huh. Researchers note uh, this place is uh, chemo signaling at the uh, mechanis- mechanistic heart of human aggression and poses but... One added example to the rapidly growing body of evidence implicating social chemo signaling as a major, albeit mostly subconscious, power in human behavior. It's just saying that our sense of smell, we're very sensitive to that and that it can cause chemical changes in our, you know, how we're feeling. I guess, you know, like we release pheromones and things. Well, uh, and also, um, um, um. Oh, man, what's the, uh, uh,
4: hormones uh, yes. inside that, right. that, that can make you react and, right. and feel differently. You remember the uh, the Happening, the uh, Shyamalan yeah. movie? That was the, the plants uh, were yeah, released. totally. Yes. Yeah.
6: It's a plot point in uh, Black Widow as well. That's right. Is it? Yeah. 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 Have you have you seen it? I have, but I just, I've forgotten. Yeah, Scarlett the, the, the Johansson uh, uses it um, to sort of defend herself when uh, she's up in Cloud City, whatever the name of that place is. She breaks her nose. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she's fighting the guy. Yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yep. Uh, so anyhow yep yeah, that apparently ha- is prominent in babies and when they're stressful will make women more aggressive and men less aggressive. So what you're saying we will
4: probably see an octopus working down on a loading dock <laughs> probably I think All right. So.
0: What else do I have here? I noticed this other thing. You know I should have done this one right after the
4: Target thing. You should have. yeah, could have.
0: I didn't. Uh CVS Hell, said uh last week that they're going to close about 900 stores. Oh wow. CVS over the next 3 years. That's yeah. going, yeah. At they're going at 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 a, medicine.
3: They're going out of business because of all the paper they're wasting on their receipts.
4: <laughs> no kidding. Well, I'll tell you. You know, here's a little key by the way. If you if you buy if you do the self-checkout, your receipt is much shorter. I've Check out the shorter. Okay, yeah. interesting. Oh, Okay, uh, but there's some good
0: stuff in those in those receipts. Like I, when we were at Camp Out for Hunger, there's a CVS on on Broad. Yeah, and I went by there to pick up a script that uh, Dr. Mike had written for me because you guys know it's sick. Yeah, we well, yeah, were right? there, yeah. and a woman is shopping the aisles, and she's got a basket full of stuff. And I'd actually it was the second time I'd been there that day. I had to pick up something else, and she goes, "I saw you here earlier." She recognized my okay. mask I was wearing, and she goes, "Here." And she handed me a fistful of coupons. She goes, "Here's nine bucks off whatever you're buying." No, nice. wow. I was like, "Wow!" Perfect. I go, "Thank you." It was really huh. cool, and it was all that me. It was all for <laughs> receipts that she had, and she Don't wanted to to give them to me. She's like, "I'm here buying everything right now because I got all these receipts." Huh. Huh. Like, well, okay. that's, what,
3: that's what those long receipts uh, mostly are. it's, yeah. it's different coupons, coupons but mm-hmm. for what? And uh, listen, I like a good coupon. <laughs> OK, yeah. but I don't ever save those damn CVS receipts. I, it's not like I go there to spend no. tons of money and I'm going to be searching for the nine foot long receipt that I got three weeks ago.
4: And what are you going to do? Like scissor out the parts that are the coupe? I don't I don't know how it works. I yeah. so just get
0: rid of it. Uh, so anyhow, yeah, they uh, the shares were up actually uh, past Thursday a little bit. but The company announced in a news release. Uh, that will focus more of its efforts on digital growth and turning its stores into destinations that offer a range of healthcare services, from flu shots to diagnostic
4: tests. Well, they are our—at uh, least in our health plan—they are our um, uh, pharmacy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the one I go so to. I go to—I yeah. yeah.
0: to two different ones. I go to there and and uh, and Walmart from n- time to
5: More so than any of the other pharmacies, I've seen more brand new ones built. Yeah, same. There's so a brand what's new going one. on. Yeah, yeah. There's,
6: there's one, a brand new one. I mean, it's got to be three years old at the, on uh, on Route 30 in, in Stratford, PA, and like it, it's it's where that John Harvard's was case. Uh, right. But they put in a brand new CVS there, so I'm, I'm, and all the CVS CVS's went into a uh, Target as well. That's the one that caters solely to sentient mollusks. Yeah. Right? Okay. I hope they don't close one. I have one that's very convenient to me. You know, yeah. that would
0: Oh, no, no. That one yes.
4: I pass by one all the time going home, and it's it's my CVS of choice. Don't close that one, please.
0: Store closures will begin in spring of next year. Uh, the company said it plans to close about 300 per year in total. Uh, the closures will add up to roughly 9% of CVS's nearly 10,000 U.S. stores. Uh, the company declined to share the specific locations of stores that will shutter.
4: CVS is where I get my clothing, and it's where I get my cookies. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. They have everything there. They have everything. Uh, more people are getting
0: prescriptions filled online, retrieving personal care items uh, through curbside pickup and visiting with doctors through telehealth. Um, the drugstore chain and health insurer said that it is closing the stores based on changes to the population, customer habits, and health needs.
5: Oh. Oh, okay, That's... I called Doctor Mike one time because I was having uh, like allergy issues. Yeah, and I called him to say, "Hey, if I've already taken this one allergy medication, yeah. can I take this one?" And he's like, "What's going on?" Right? Yeah. <laughs> so then he decides to call in a, a Z pack or something. I can't remember what it was. And I was like, it's not necessary. It's uh, You know, I'm like, yeah. I'll, I, I'll be fine. He's like, no, I'm going to take care yeah. of you. <laughs> so I was like, and I, at the time, I was at the Acme. Right. CVS, my CVS was right in the same parking lot as the Acme. So I'm like, okay. So I go over to CVS. And they're like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, Casey's here. <laughs> Mike called them, and he was like, I got a VIP coming. I need you to get this taken care of right now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why
9: are <laughs>
0: you
5: Oh my God, Stop why are you doing, doing that to that. me? <laughs>
0: There are times when it's good. Yeah, but
4: yeah. When there not are other when times... I need
5: a cold sniffle medication.
4: <laughs> One of these days, know he's know just going—he's going to have you listen. I got a child, but that's not
0: coming in. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's going to turn he's
4: it in order to be medically castrated.
0: <laughs> he's going to turn it on you. Wow. All right. Uh, notice something else, and we'll stay in the medical field for a moment. Scientists have identified the second person to ever rid themselves of HIV without medical treatment. What? Yeah. Uh, the patient, an unnamed woman living in Argentina. Was found to have human immunodeficiency virus in 2013. Since 2017, an international team of researchers has been pouring over the patient's DNA in search of traces of the virus. And the team even checked her placenta after she gave birth in March of last year. After sequencing billions of cells, scientists have confirmed the woman is HIV free. He's like a billion. Uh, <laughs> modern medicine has made it possible for many people to live with the virus under control, but they yes. typically require consistent anti, uh, anterior, anterior, uh, anterior viral therapy oh, these names. Uh, to prevent the virus from replicating. Uh, in total, four people... Have now been declared to be cured of HIV. So, what is wow. ever,
4: uh, what distinguishes them from the pack is obviously what they're trying to investigate and break yeah, down. Yeah. be amazing.
0: So, four people in total have ever been de- declared cured of HIV. Two of them, however, known as the Berlin patient and the London patient were cured after receiving stem cell transplants, a risky procedure that scientists have tried to replicate with other patients without success. In 2020, scientists shared a report of Laureen Willenberg, the San Francisco patient, as doctors dubbed her, who was the first known case of sterilizing cure without medical intervention. Uh, Wellenberg and this particular unnamed patient in Argentina are also known as Elite Controllers, a small subset of HIV patients whose immune systems naturally suppress the virus that's wow. pretty wild wow
4: yeah that's uh you know i mean the fact that you could that we're in a, a point now where you can actually maintain you know get it the level so low that it's undetectable is amazing but if mm-hmm. you could do it this way without you know all that medical well, yeah, but i didn't know only 4 people ever have
0: ever been declared cured yeah, of HIV like no one else has ever right. been declared cure or free of it once you get it. So I wow. guess
4: obviously that have to be without medical intervention. Right. That's when you're considered cured. Yes. No, no, no. no. So two of them were stem cell replacements. Right. And then these other two, it happened all on their In own. In other words, though, to maintain that, I assume, which is an undetectable level of the virus. Right. To, uh, I don't know. Yeah.
0: I, I'm not really sure. It, it you're just wearing cl-
4: those goggles, and I think that you're those, you know That I know yeah. everything.
0: No, I don't know yeah. everything. I just notice everything. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. And I noticed one more thing at a time. Okay. All right. One last thing. Uh, the U.K.-based gift shop called Yappy. 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 Stop your yapping. <laughs> stop yapping. Yappy.com surveyed more than 450,000 profiles created on their website to determine... Which name earned the distinction of being top dog? So these are the 20 most popular dog names of this past year. Okay. Okay. All right. So 450,000 profiles. It's a UK-based gift shop, so I would imagine most people are in that region, but they could be from around the world. I do not know. So
4: these could be just stupid British dog names.
0: They could be. (laughs) But the number one name, we'll start at the top here, uh, is Luna. Luna.
4: Luna, Aww, I like a that's a nice name. Luna's a nice name. Yes. Luna would be a nice name for a, uh, for a, a kid. Yeah. Uh, then you have Teddy, Aww. Bella,
0: yeah. Poppy, that's a very British name. Yeah. Poppy. Poppy. Uh, Milo, uh. or would it be Milo? I don't know. Uh, and then Buddy, Lola, Alfie, Bailey, Charlie, Daisy. And then Norma Stitz. <laughs> these, all,
5: these all end in E. Yeah, we had a dog named Daisy. Uh, I did too. So yeah. did I. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. had a Cocker Spaniel. Yeah, I feel like a dog has to have either a one or two syllable name. Um, you know, anything over two syllables just doesn't make sense. Right. Mm-hmm. In my, in in my camp. camp Yeah. Do you have an example? No, because okay. most people, I think, have one or two syllable dog names. We had a dog named Gus. And so,
4: it was one yeah. syllable. But his,
6: his full name was Augustus.
5: We had a dog, our Great
4: Dane's full. It was a, a pure breed. Was Clementine Mount Valery Rock. You mm-hmm. call see, I her, like her.
5: We would call her Clem.
4: Clem, yeah, right. yeah. But Clementine yes. is yeah. her first name,
0: right? Would you, would you, from time to time, call her yes. Clementine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
5: I have dog names before I even have dogs, so <laughs> I already know what my next dog's name is going to be. Okay, it's Greg. Why? Because it just doesn't make any sense. My uh, my cousin just got a
0: cat, a rescue cat. His name's Larry. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I, had I was a friend. cracking up. Yeah. I'm like, that's a fantastic Wait, name for
4: a cat, What was Larry. your cat's
10: name? Linda. 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 Right?
4: <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to be able to say, Linda peed in my shoe. Uh, Linda went crazy after biting a lamp cord. Oh, okay. oh no. Well, she was not quite... There, Aww. so she had a um, an issue.
0: Yeah, but, I told you before my friend had a cat named John. Yeah, yeah, and and they they, they had a litter, and and one of the boys they named Johnson, <laughs> Johnson.
3: My uh, brother had a cat uh, named Mister.
0: Mister. <laughs> all right, and we have Hubert, you, and you had the brown one, black, black, the <laughs> black, one. the black one. I'm refreshing. sorry, the black one. All right, then you had
3: black and uh, gray. We had a gray cat too.
0: These are all uh, other names: Molly, Ruby, Max, Ruby and Max, Ruby and Max oh. Oh. and Ruby. That was a kids' show. Uh, Archie, Cooper. I like Cooper. I know somebody's got a dog named Cooper. Yeah. Uh, Coco, Rosie. Cow, Casey. Cow, uh, cow. Reggie is on here. Reggie! And Willow. I wonder if, uh, oh. you're going to get any Ted Lasso names popping up. Yes. Uh. Roy Kent would be a good yeah. name for a dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What else would it be? Keeley would be a good yeah. name Keely. Keely for a would be Keely. good. Keeley. Uh, so, here we go. Um. There are certain names for breeds that were popular, and I, and I have just a few of them here. Uh, the most common name for English bulldogs was Winston.
5: Winston. Oh, oh, yeah. Makes sense.
0: I like that. Winston yeah. Churchill. Yes.
5: My buddy's got one, uh, and uh, her name is Macy. And they were, Quite they like were, that. yeah, but you know what? They were. Um, it was between Macy and Mary, and I thought Mary was a better-sounding name for an English bulldog. Okay. I don't know. What do you guys think? Both uh, we good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: I'm going to go home and take a bath and think
5: about that. All right, cool.
0: Uh, Rolo is the top pick for Dachshunds. Hmm. Kind of like, the, I guess they're in that shape, like a, like yeah. a Rolo yeah. candy, you know, like a whole sleeve of them. Is that an underrated candy?
5: <laughs> uh, I like Rolo. pretty Rolos. good. Okay. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Just right. caramel No, chocolate. I think it's rated right where it needs to be. It's in,
0: it's in the pocket? Yeah. <laughs> All
6: right.
0: Uh, and, uh, Princess is the go-to for Aww.
6: Bichon Frise. We had a cat named Princess. She Aww. died in my arms. Was... Oh, what? Yeah. You guys want to hear
5: a happy story? <laughs> Were you choking her? No.
6: Okay. Okay. No, we just adopted her. The okay, then I really want to hear it.
5: But, uh, speaking of, uh, Macy, my friend, uh, had a Bichon Frise named Macy. You want to hear a sad story? His mom ran it over in the driveway. <laughs> Wait, that... real quick, Nick. It was, well, it was his birthday. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she
6: forgot to get him something.
3: Nick, did you say you got her too early?
6: Yeah, we had a really bad run with cats when I was a it kid. Was a kitten? Uh, yes. We, oh, that the, is terrible. They took the the SPCA lied about her age. This was back in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, we had Princess. She died. We had a uh, uh, Harry one. He uh, he ran away. Harry two ran away. Um, wow. Emma lived forever. Uh, the uh, uh, Patrick moved next door.
3: Oh, we had um,
5: Dusty. <laughs> Wait, Dusty, and it's not
4: working out.
6: I have some other opportunities that have presented themselves
4: to me. <laughs> I think I'm going to take them. But uh, I want you to leave my number here and you contact me and uh, you
6: guys have a good life. Steve, my dad was so pissed because he continued to pay for Patrick's food, but Patrick liked the family next door to us. Yeah, of course. So he would come back and eat the, the food that my dad bought and then go and hang out with Rich and Jack. Oh, but your dad hated, hated it. Yes, yeah, he hated it, yeah. He was spending money. bears such a grudge to this day towards Patrick. And I named Patrick after a kid across the street that I thought was cool. I was like, oh, okay. oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> That kid's cool. Hoping that he'd be friends with yeah, no, no, it didn't no. work out. Yeah, we had a dog had, across the to go, street
0: named his dog after
3: me. I <laughs> have to go live somewhere else too. Like it was. Really? I don't know if the dog chose. No, the dog didn't choose to. <laughs> he he had to go because he kept attacking the uh the mailman. So yeah, he went and lived uh at a car lot. This
4: was the mailman that your dad would get bombed with, right?
0: Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, Tom. Uh, golden Retriever owners prefer the name Bailey, and those who have Cavalier King Charles Spaniels most often chose Lola. Hmm. For whatever reason.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, my brother has that kind of dog, and they're little. Like, they're, Yeah. Are right? They? Yeah. And he named it Zeus. I was like, that's like a big dog. Yeah. Name, right? I
0: like that. Some people do that. That's <laughs> like a uh, uh, like, drummer. In uh, in uh, Legally Blonde, she uh, she named her her Chihuahua Bruiser. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. So some people yeah. will do that for the irony. Right, exactly. <laughs> irony. All right. Anyhow, uh, that's all I have time to notice because we have a guest who is going to be joining in this, uh, joining us in a moment. Uh, so thank you for noticing along with me. I appreciate it. Can I take these off now? Yes, of, of course. Yeah, I all right, we'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. Big Jay Okerson on the show. Stay with us.
8: Ninety-three-three WMMR celebrating forty years of Pierre on the air.
11: Did you ever hear about the race horse who was named after a popular Philadelphia disc jockey? It happened, and when the horse entered its first race, MMR and Philly Park announcer Keith Jones had the call.
6: This is the career debut for Pierre Robert. They're in the gate, and they're off. Go Pierre! Go, Go Pierre! now, and in the clinches,
2: swellish. And CeCe's Mr. Ed are across the track. Come on, Pierre!
6: Come on! On the outside, Pierre Robert is seventh at this point. Yes! He's now dropped about nine lengths behind. <laughs> They're coming down to the final furlong now. CeCe's Mr. Ed on the inside. Swellish the outside. They're still going stride for stride. Go, Pete! Go, Pete! And Swellish will edge away to win it by one. CC's
12: Mr. Ed was second. Charming Joey was third. And Pierre Robert beat
11: just one horse (laughs) sadly even his equine namesake finished ever so slightly behind
8: god bless pierre robert
2: the tightest show in radio
8: congratulations from all of us at
3: mmr two lanes this traffic report brought to you by (laughs) triple a car care tuesdays and Get a discount coupon for your next oil change at AAA Car Care Centers. See store for detail. And that's
4: new wow. traffic on ninety wow. WMMR. I can really get used to that. Yeah. It just really hits you. It makes uh, you realize what kind of sale we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: All right, our next guest is performing at a Helium Comedy Club uh, tomorrow night. Friday night, Saturday night, and news to him Sunday night as well.
4: (laughs) And it seems like 20 years since we've last seen him. It does. We love this
0: man, and so does Philadelphia. Please give it up for Big J. Okerson this
1: morning. Yeah. Hey, man. What's up, guys? Nice to have you on, brother. Oh, wow, it's great to be especially following all of that great news about the ticcone Palmyra Bridge. Both <laughs> lanes are moving? Yeah. Hell yeah, Kath. <laughs> Both lanes are moving. You must
4: have pangs of nostalgia when you hear all
1: that, right? <laughs> it really does, actually. You know what I just realized and I hate? I'm wearing an Allen Iverson sweatshirt and an Eagles hat. It looks like I'm pandering so much to the city I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm dressed. I'm dressed like Yakov Smirnoff would dress for this interview. Oh my God! Philadelphia's best country in America.
3: Where are you, Jay?
1: Mm. Uh, in my in my guest room. Ah, up in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, up in, in New York. Yeah,
4: coming down later on and uh, getting that all. Yeah, it's a, it's a hop, skip, and a jump that takes about five hours.
0: There's no. there's a very large letter <laughs> C on the wall. What does that stand for?
1: Oh, it's uh... Well, you know, I let my girlfriend decorate, so that's okay. a C for Christine, and then some dancing picture she likes. Okay. It's a bunch of nonsense I wouldn't put up. <laughs> that's also that's also not my autographed Blink One Eighty Two cover, <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, okay. Um, so uh, d- let me ask you something because this this became a thing
4: when when my wife and I moved into our new house. We we kind of. Picked rooms where we would have sway over. Do you have your rooms where you are the sole arbiter of what uh, uh, decorates that room?
1: I just said every room has to have uh, at least a 70-inch TV. Beyond that, (laughs) fluff it up. (laughs) (laughs) So is
5: there a 70-inch TV in that room?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right there. (laughs) Right right where you're looking. Yeah, I'm... My my dream, uh, I don't know if I'll ever have a house, but I always dream to have, wherever I lived... There's no sacrifice of television quality from room to room. Well, it was a very easy dream to achieve.
4: We have to talk after this. I'll, I'll email you with something that I think might, might turn your life around as far as your dream about huge, huge TVs. And it's actually probably cheaper than the TV you have on the wall
5: right now. So
4: I'll, We're
1: talking uh, HD projectors. Yeah. I feel like probably. <laughs> yes. probably. Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 like, yeah.
5: Steve, tell him how big your bedroom TV is. Uh, uh,
4: well, the, the, I have a sixty-five in the bedroom. It's a seventy-seven in the living room, and then the 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 one in the in the uh, main TV room is one hundred and twenty. So you have the short throw projector, which sits about uh, eleven inches away from the screen. And they are surprisingly affordable. Like you pay, for, try to get something like a hundred twenty inch, like picture tube or screen like that. First off, it's going like, to be like seventy, eighty thousand dollars. Wow! And you and and so for something like this, I'm telling you. For, for a song and a dance, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have that set up, and I think this is going to revolutionize the way people like enjoy sports at home. It throws Short, it on throw, the wall. She yeah. throws it on, on a specific screen, mm. which is an ambient light-reducing screen. Kathy's eating this up. Yeah. <laughs> ambient light-reducing screen. So from the ceiling lights, it doesn't shine down and brighten up the screen. Okay. But right from below, yeah. it catches all the light. So you can sit there with the room lights on and have a really great image. And I think... You're a man, obviously, who enjoys his TVs. This could be right, a yeah. turn. This could be that fork in the road where you make the turn that embellishes your life from here on in. What a moment. Yeah. <laughs> what a moment we just <laughs> <had>. <laughs> um,
1: That was fantastic. Yeah, well,
4: thank you. Thank you. I'm passionate about TV, as obviously you are.
1: Jake. Yeah. Half, meanwhile, meanwhile, half the listeners here on Friday are going to murder their neighbor <laughs> for a twenty-five inch Vizio.
0: What are you going to? So you're doing a Wednesday, and then you have Thursday off. You headed back up, and do and, uh, you have a special Thanksgiving Day planned, or what's going on? I'm going to
1: go. I'm going to for the first time in many, many years. I'm going to have Thanksgiving with my uh, mom and sisters and stepfather. And there, and I asked who was cooking, and my sister and mom said they were and it's just you seem pain it's going to be i'm just going to get past it yeah know? i'm already i'm already looking past it i'm already at friday in my mind mentally
4: <laughs> do you cook at all do you do any preparation anything are you known for a
1: dish no all horrible like fattening things for you nothing that's <laughs> a uh, good good or high quality but my mother can just flat out not cook. So this is gonna be interesting. Wow. Oh,
3: we could it's have like Thanksgiving Kathy. together yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not eat anything.
1: Yeah, is it uh, your is your mom a
4: lousy cook too?
3: Listen, it... I, I hate to say that because my mother will host fifty people if she has to, and she cooks enough food for everyone um and she she tries her heart out. She is not an um, unbelievable uh chef, but she does cook and she will cook
4: for everyone. Is the idea that by inviting fifty people the odds increase that one person will like it?
3: <laughs> so, Stop. Stop it! Yeah, it's
1: the, so so. We, by the way, if your food's that horrible, four meatballs is enough for fifty people. <laughs> yeah, by the fourth meatball, the word's going to spread and no one's going <laughs> to care about the rest. <laughs>
4: it's true. So, do you, you, but are you good around family time? I assume it's really nice, right, to hang with the family. I'm sure there's. Uh, are there any? Oh
1: no, yeah, that's no, a lot of fun with yeah, yeah. my family. It's just I've. Uh, uh, from a food aspect, <laughs> this isn't going to be a goodie.
4: <laughs> <laughs> would, you bring, would you bring, like, your own food? I've seen people pull that move, where they bring something they're sure they're
1: going to like and bring it as a dish. No, you know what I did? I did my classic thing that I always seem to do. I flex money at the situation <laughs> and talk a bunch of nonsense. But I go, why don't we just hire, you know, you could hire someone to come yeah. do this. Like, be a chef for the day and do the thing. And they're like, oh, on Thanksgiving it's going to be so expensive. And I'm like, what's expensive? Mean? I got it. And then I don't know if I could afford it or not because then I just never look into it again. Yeah. Wow, that's a great move. Yeah, I
4: like that idea. Uh, but you know, the, what was the the was it the Neiman Marcus catalog used to have that was one of their big sellers was a fully catered, Oof. like Master Chef level. Turkey Thanksgiving dinner. How much? The, it was thousands and thousands. It was crazy. It's, yeah. They always. I mean, that's the same catalog that sells Arabian
5: horses. Yeah. So, um, you know, but uh, yeah, uh, it's. I, I, I guess mean, listen, we, we did something similar for Christmas last year because I, I always have a Thanksgiving ish. Dinner for Christmas, but uh, I had uh, eaten turkey dinner on Thanksgiving with Preston, so I had to worry about that. But Christmas, we were on our own, and I did. Uh, I ordered from Wilson Secret Sauce, and they did a you know the turkey breast, like all the fixings and all, and it really wasn't that expensive. Yeah,
4: I think Jay, you, you, we, I think we, uh, you're, you took a step in the right direction. We need to dissuade people from cooking themselves and leave it to the professionals.
1: <laughs> I think it's a really good idea. Yeah. I would be so thrilled to find out. They changed their mind and just called in Boston Market. <laughs> <laughs> I would be thrilled. That would be a but, step uh, up. Probably. Yeah. I got to tell you too, with hiring people, it's, you have to have a large, ho- like like a large house, to make that make sense. We I, we had somebody one time. We paid someone to come to a big barbecue we had just to simply grill the hot dogs and burgers yeah. and kind of clean up. And it felt like having a slave. It was uncomfortable. <laughs> I didn't like it. It's what it felt like. They were like asking, you know, and they have like, like they Mister Mister should be. you're like oh no no whatever you want to do go party yeah. for a while give me a shift. <laughs> <laughs>
4: you feel like a turd. It's like when someone uh, these guys and and I, I I will like I gladly will give if if someone you know one is, is asking for money like at a door or whatever as you're going but I hate when people open the uh, a door for me like. And I, I, there's a guy who used to do it at Boston Market, that's what made me think of this, right here up on City Line. I'd say, you don't need to open the door for me. I'm no better than you. And I'd, I'd give him I'd give him the money. But it's you, you feel like a tool when mm-hmm. you're going into Boston Market and you're getting the regal, you know, door opening treatment. I'm like, I don't, I just feel like an idiot, you know?
5: Well, so what I'll do is I'll just buy them something inside Boston Market. Or do that. Bring yeah. out food. Yes. Out. Yeah, yeah. Go, here, but it's like, I, I don't need a door opener here, you know? <laughs>
4: Part of, the, part, part of the deal, but you travel first class, isn't
1: that your deal? You doors open for a big Jay Okerson when he shows up, right? No, no, <laughs> I have to pay for everything. In fact, it's still one of my greatest uh, angers. It comes up a lot on my radio show. <laughs> all the love, all the love I show the Philadelphia Eagles and the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers, and not one semi-sort of hookup ever. Did I tell you guys when no. Matt Cord, Matt Cord tried to get me? Uh, Hooked up with season tickets? No, for it Sixers? For the Sixers. Okay. So, so Matt Kors the in-house announcer. Yeah, yeah, he's a good friend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, so I was like, you know, I told him, I was like, man, I was like, I'd love to just get these seats that I sit in all the time. I always buy them right. like individually when I go to games. But, like, right around this area, I'd love to get season tickets. I'll pay for them. I get it. I'm not M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> right? So I- I'll pay for <laughs> and uh, actually i have two really funny things about the sixers and Matt cord that are that are really great uh since i saw you guys last but um i asked for the and i called matt and i was like Matt, is there any way like every time i go to look at season tickets it tells me i have to join like a vip club and then right. a kids club and then i have to, <laughs> to, to so wait in a line for i was like can i just pay the money and and do it like get see and he goes oh he goes let me put you through to like our executive you know accounts Right. Uh, people. And you can tell when he told that person to call me, he said it with the familiarity of that guy definitely knew who I was. Okay. And that I definitely had no idea who I was. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> he definitely did that guy. He goes, uh, give Big J. Okerson a call. He's looking for some tickets. And then so when I called the guy, or the guy called me, he goes, hey, he goes, Matt Cord told me to call you. I go, yeah, I'd like to get some uh, season tickets in the, this section around yeah. here for like, Ten games or twenty, whatever, and he was like, uh, "He goes, yeah. Well, first things first, you have to join the kids club." And (laughs) he he told me, he told me the exact same thing. And then, uh, and then, uh, so I went to maybe it was about a season ago. It was, I think, sometime last season. I went to a game down in Philly, and I was uh, sitting with my girlfriend. And as usual, staring at M. Night Shyamalan, staring at that old man who wears the six-man jersey, staring at this lawyer who looks like Robert Klein, who has his, I'm almost guessing at some point, underage girlfriend. (laughs) And and I stay, I gleam at them as they don't realize what a great thing they have down there. Uh, And in the midst of being frustrated about having no recognition or care from either of my favorite teams, in Philly, uh, in the middle of talking to my girlfriend, at one point, the water ice guy was walking by. So as I'm waving up for uh, <laughs> a water ice from this guy, uh, the guy behind me taps me and he goes, "Hey man, look!" and he points up to the big screen, and I'm on it. Oh of God. course, fatly asking for a water <laughs> ice, <laughs> but I, uh, but I go it, it shows. And Matt Cord, who I didn't tell I was coming that night goes, oh, goes, it is that him right there? And I was like f- I mean for a split second touched that I was like oh wow. I go, they're putting me on this. This is nuts. And then it flashes to another guy and it goes is it him? And then it goes to another two. Oh, no. And then it pans back on one guy and it goes, nope. Here he is. It's our chick. beard of the game.
9: Oh, <laughs> beard of the game. <laughs>
1: So you think you're getting losing, called out? I was a losing contestant. <laughs> I was the losing contestant on Beard of the Game, but I figured <laughs> Matt saw me on the screen, so he gave me a little extra like hang right, on or right, yeah. something. So, uh, <laughs> and then so then I was like, at very least that I'm like, well it is pretty cool though that I know the announcer and he'll uh yeah. you know he kind of gave me a little extra nod there. Mm-hmm. And then after the game. Uh, I go up to him, and Matt goes, "Oh Jay, I didn't know you were here." Oh my god, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't even—it wasn't even a slight nod. Oh
4: my it, like god. You, you don't impress me as someone who like is always playing the angles to get some. So this is important to you, and the fact that—and I get it—you figure I—I I, you know you're, you're you're pumping the team a little bit. You, you you love them, you you know, and you get nothing in return, and you don't even place in the beard contest. It's it's frustrating.
1: <laughs> did I talk? Did you? Did I talk to you guys after the the thing with uh, Craig Shoemaker? We were going to do that show at the Link. Yeah, mm, I,
0: he didn't uh, talk to no, us no, about he it. But yeah, I was familiar way. there. He was putting uh, for Big Daddy Graham.
1: He was putting together a, uh, a fundraiser, right? It was. We never quite knew what it was. A fundraiser, <laughs> a charity, us making money. We had no idea. All right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> It was, a, it was a little uh, sloppy on the organizational like. end. But it what was funny was when it was presented to me, it was like, do you want to do a show for the Eagles? I mean, I was bowled over because Dan Soder, my radio partner in the bonfire, just uh, like a year or so ago got this gig performing. The words were performing for the 49ers, which is his favorite team. Right. And it was performing in the back rooms of uh, you know the boardrooms, in the stadium for the players and then hanging with the players and partying with them all night and going to a coach's house. And I'm like, this is amazing. So he goes, do you want to do a show for the Eagles? I said, yes. (laughs) Then I found that it was a show for an audience at the link, uh, something with the Eagles backing it. Then we had a big, like 20 person zoom call one day. And I said, uh, they were saying whatever crazy nonsense they were saying. And I was like, you know what? Whatever it is, I'll do whatever you guys want me to do. If it means that I get to meet all the Eagles, that's huge for me. And then a lady goes... Oh, you know, we should invite some of the players. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, my Lord, what is happening here? And is yes. at that point where she I'm told like, you? they weren't even going to possibly
5: come? <laughs> Dude, I, I thought that was blocked. The wool has been pulled over your eyes so many times. I remember asking or offering you tickets for the Eagles game. I had my season tickets. It's the ba- I told this on the
1: show before. Oh, you yeah. did?
5: And, uh, well, you could go ahead and say it.
1: <laughs> uh, Mark Sanchez, yeah. I gave the tickets you gave me yeah. to my sister because Dustin Keller, who I just saw recently actually, former tight end for the Jets, good friend of Mark Sanchez. Uh, I told him, I was like, hey, I go, your, your boy's the quarterback for my team now. Get me tickets, Red." Right? And he goes, uh, he's like, I got you. <laughs> and he goes, Mark says they'll be at will call. And then they gave me that big, there was a huge ticket, two huge tickets in the envelope and two little tickets. The huge ticket I thought was, it said general admission, so in my mind, uh, my initial thought was, well, I'm on the field. This is crazy. Yeah. I'm standing sideline. <laughs> I go, if I'm in my mind, I'm like, if I catch a, a throwaway ball, I'm keeping it. Yeah, right? yeah. I, just, uh, <laughs> I, I was always making these plans. So
9: exciting! A guy
1: immediately takes my big ticket and goes, I go, what is this for, the ticket? And he goes, that's just to walk through this room to that escalator. Uh. Okay. So I go up an escalator, which – isn't a good sign for standing on the field, but maybe you got to go up to go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
9: I'm
1: not an architect, so,
9: <laughs>
1: so I, uh, I, I, the the more I go to people saying, uh, "Where is this ticket here? General admission?" Uh, I'm being sent to more and more elevators and ramps uh, going uh, up. That's not good. Until we were underneath. Finding out this, this this, Mark Sanchez, the starting quarterback, yeah, uh, for the team at the time, put us. You know where it's uh, the Miller Lite sign in the corner, L I T E. It's like those four big posts. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, you just have to stand there. (laughs) Yep, standing room only. Yeah. Oh man! And and if you don't get your body against the fence, you won't see the game. No. So me and my girlfriend in the freezing cold found a place on the fence underneath the eye, I believe, <laughs> and never moved. And my sister and her, and her husband now, who I gave Casey's tickets to, they had to come over and, like, get us hot dogs and things. If we moved, we'd lose our spot. But the good news is we were right in the corner uh, to watch as close up as possible, Des Bryant catch three touchdowns <laughs> over his shoulder to mathematically end the season. Yeah. And then a nice little walk back to the car. Mark said, starting quarterback. Yeah. Starting
6: quarterback. By the way, uh, I believe, Jay, that is the literally the windiest section of the entire football field is, that, is the flight deck.
1: It's freezing. <laughs> it was unpleasant in every possible way. Yeah. Mark Sanchez is a failure to the city and me individually. You <laughs> heard it here first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a so n- listen,
4: well, home <laughs> springs eternal. I think maybe somebody today will hear it. I mean, we, you know, we, we deal with them and, 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 um, and, you know, there's a, there's a good relationship, but it's, things are tough. I see Casey trying to pull strings and, yeah. uh, you know, it, it, it's the way it goes, but maybe somebody today is hearing this and we'll, we'll, Take uh, you know, take heed of what
1: you're asking. Yeah, maybe you're
4: going
5: to be asking for a lot.
4: Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you what.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, Meredith, who brings us in, yeah. uh, all the time for radio. There, uh, Meredith said one time, she goes, "I think I got to hook up for you to ring the bell." Yeah. I'm like, "This is huge." She told me the game it was going to be, and I had already had tickets to the game, so I was like, "This isn't even to get me hooked up. But this is going to be." <laughs> I started to actually feel the honor of what it was going to be to do that. In my heart, mm-hmm. when they called back and go, ah, Papali wants to do it. Oh. They said it like he does it every Tuesday. <laughs> oh, Papali's jumping in. Yeah, he's trying to impress a girl, so he's going to run out and do it. <laughs>
4: we actually just did that uh, during the camp out for hunger. Went down and, uh, you know, Preston's a drummer, so he really sells the sizzle on it. It is pretty cool. I mean,
1: mm. so maybe at least that gets you uh, that. Watching you guys do it warmed my heart. It was so cool to see that. Yeah. Were
5: you at that game?
1: No, but uh, on NBA, uh, yeah, also these teams, I pay a zillion dollars to watch every game on uh, New York television. But uh, when you get it on NBA League Pass, they show you all, on the Sixers feed, they show you all the pregame okay. ah. and stuff. Like, so they show the actual bell ring. It's awesome. Cool, I, uh, I
5: do have season tickets for the uh, Sixers, too, but I'm, uh, I'm up top, right? But I'm the first row in the second level, so I don't have anybody That's sitting. Awesome. In front of- yes, it's great. So like, you don't ever have to stand up if you don't want to, right? You can see it's, everything. It's,
4: it's a nightmare, and honestly. So you're a big TV guy, you know? Um, uh, is there a case to be made for it's it's better at home watching it? Oh
1: know? yeah, it's gonna have to be because I've been a mush lately. I went to that game seven and paid mm. to sit to sit three rows away from Ben Simmons just not dunking a ball. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to uh the Eagles uh the Eagles home opener this yeah. year to watch them boringly lose. Did you go with uh, uh
5: Soder cuz that was the uh, 49ers game?
1: No, 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 he didn't come down. He won't do it anymore. He didn't last time he went to a Niners Game in Philly. He didn't lie. I Told him they're gonna be nasty. <laughs> but, uh,
9: yeah, that's true. It was
1: great it was watching Soder slowly get the confidence to like. He kept unzipping his sweatshirt more <laughs> to reveal his red shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, he goes, no, dude. He goes, that guy. This is what he says at one point. He goes, that guy over there is uh, is is rocking his jersey. So I'm gonna. Like I'm gonna take my sweatshirt off, and I'm right. like, that is a six foot seven black guy with <laughs> arms that fill out a jersey, right? Right? Yeah, Just different Just, story. His, jersey, his jersey sleeves are tight, man. That's not normal. Yeah, there's a
4: certain. Yeah, I, I, I. It's it's the the way it the way it is though. But I mean, still. I, again, I can't believe with your 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 long term love of the city. Yeah, uh, you know, with you're the, the, you're your, your constantly spreading the message for the teams. And again, I, I'm th- going to throw it out there. If anyone's listening, who can help Jay anything, anything? Here's what's yeah, going to happen. I, know.
1: I realize the Sixers organization is probably has a bunch because they're all probably woke children. But I'll <laughs> say those. Those, uh, Eagles hillbillies, <laughs> come on, man! <laughs> well, let me ask
4: you: years ago, before you obviously the, the you know the career kicked in fully, what what was your
1: tailgating game like? I mean, were, were you were you hardcore? I mean, were you how how? Now you, you know we we'd go early, but it was fu- I really I was such a dork in like really I didn't I didn't drink or do anything like that until I was of age. Really, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like uh, I never really like parties like that. So we'd go. I'd like to go throw a football around, cook some, you know, hot dogs on a little grill. But it was uh, no, nah, I never like raged in the parking lot or anything. Wow, that's a surprise. Here's never gonna... got the gumption up. Never got up the gumption to punch a stranger for liking a different team. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, uh, here is what you got to do. You got to become more friendly with Brian Koppelman. Do you are you friends with him or because I yeah. know he's a fan of stand up comedy and so Brian Koppelman is the creator writer of Billions and so Soder. Uh, you know his his character Mephi, is you know really popular on that show, so that's what's got to yeah. happen. You got to get on the
1: next Koppelman show. I mean, I did an episode of Billions. I did. I remember. I, played, I saw it. You were a drug dealer. A drug, <laughs> yeah, a drug dealer in Montreal couldn't even be a local drug dealer, so they could bring you back. <laughs> By the way, Do you want got... to play a character in a city we go to one day ever in the entire seven <laughs> series, years of the show.
0: Hey, I got this note from uh, Marissa. She said she has an extra ticket for the Washington Eagles <laughs> game. You can come with her, and they do a pretty uh, awesome tailgate. Yeah, so if you, yeah. If you, if you want to jot that down Ooh, and see if that date right. is free, she'll
1: take you. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I might go when they play the Jets. Until I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That- I've also make them lose. Yeah. Then I went to go see the Sixers. I took my daughter last minute to see the Sixers Knicks here in New York. Uh, just. Again, sat yeah, not, the, not sat not as close as I would have liked to. Just enough place to stare right across the court and watch Fat Joe enjoy a nice New York <laughs> Knicks victory. Man, it's, it's it, it definitely a love hate relationship with sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really is. I feel they owe me. I really, when I go to a game, I can't, I spend an inordinate amount of time. Just staring daggers through M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> he's a great guy. Comple- completely yeah. undeserved, yeah. by the way. Oh, he's great. I tell you what, despite some of the things I've heard, I thought old was really good. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. I wanted to hate it because I'm like, where does he make a movie like this in between sitting front row at every 6 <laughs> <laughs> I forget. I think I heard the guy who has the old man, I heard he like owns the dorms or something from... University of Pennsylvania, it's something crazy because I just noticed this year, he's not at every home game. He's at every game. Yeah, oh, the, he goes the to the away games. games.
5: Yeah, I actually yeah. met him outside of the, the new live casino. And uh, he w- and the, the Sixers were playing in Atlanta that night, and he was still in Philadelphia. Wow. And he, I was like, wait, I thought you'd be in Atlanta. He's like, yeah, I'm on my way.
4: What do those courtside seats go for? Thousands I mean,
6: of dollars. If, they, if, they, if they, they you have, they, have to he, ask, you'll yeah. never get them. Yeah, all right. Yeah. That they're just ridiculous is, is it like Parliament you have to uh, <laughs> but he like that guy getting in there for life he uh he become he's become buddies with players like he'll do favors for them like actually nice oh, yeah. nice favors or whatever, and so yeah, he'll travel he went to every game in Atlanta you know for the playoffs last year he travels year round, and so
1: you know he's dedicated to it, no, for sure, and I can't lay it down like that, <laughs> sorry, sixers, I can't come to every game, <laughs> you have a job, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm like Jay Kardashian. I can't just be arm candy. <laughs> I got to be out there making moves, baby.
3: <laughs> About twenty thousand, it looks like, for courtside uh, season tickets.
1: Twenty thousand. That's actually game. less than
4: I thought it was. Uh, yeah, that's that's way like, less like, than I would think. Yeah. to be honest. Wow, wow. I mean, with all the with all look at all the projects you have, Jay. I mean, is, is that would that be worth it to you? Is uh, to only be able to go to
1: just a handful of games for twenty grand? Yes, <laughs> but I'll tell you what. I would give twenty grand to go to a handful of games on courtside. Here's my problem with that. I'm not joining the VIP club first. <laughs> and the kids uh, club. I'm uh, not paying some 200 dumb dollars. That's made up. It's a made up thing. Yeah. Jay,
0: I wanted to ask something completely unrelated. We're looking at your Instagram uh, account and you've got, uh, you know, you're posting your gigs and so on and there's a uh, there's a graphic that you use regularly. It's a, it's an artist rendition of you and you're holding your hands up. Uh, uh-huh. Like this, making either a heart or a circle.
1: I can't see exactly what it is. The scan hands, the legion of scan hands.
0: Okay, so that I didn't know that was your symbol. So the fingerless gloves—it's kind of mm-hmm. like a trademark of yours. Where did that? Yeah. Where did that come from?
1: Uh, when I was on tour with the band Corn, uh, the band that was doing the, the uh, what do you call it—the support acts? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Opening act it was a band called Two Cents, uh, which is no longer a band. They've gone to other projects, but two cents. They just became like uh, good buddies with me on the road. They were just like I was by myself, so these this band like kind of took me in. They ended up being the band that plays in my hour special for Comedy Central. Okay, but they were they were talking about I was just away from comics enough because comics will trash you for anything new you <laughs> want to try. All right, uh, they'll make you they'll make you feel it. So they were like you should wear more flair on stage like be more like rock and rolly on stage and the guy gave me a just a knuckle glove to put on and we were at the palms in vegas that night and i went on stage and as silly as it sounds i did my set it went well but it, it was never acknowledged and no one said anything about it so it just felt like a cool you know what i mean it just felt like a kind of a cool right thing to do uh and then of course you know i've eating crap for a lot. And now I just got hand tattoos at Skank Fest, so Whoa. I don't know how much. Uh, Very nice. Pretty funny. I got the Legion of Skanks uh, mouth on my hand. Okay. And and the bonfire flame on my other hand. What's funny about it was as the guy was finishing the outline of the Legion of Skanks mouth, which is essentially an X, Yeah, the guy goes, uh, oh, are you straight edge? And I was like, oh, that's right. Doesn't an X on your hand means, like, straight edge people or oh, something? Does so, it really? Oh, I don't, really? Yeah. So I'll be explaining that the rest of my life.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
9: <laughs>
1: well,
5: you know, so we had, uh, Todd Glass was in here, and, he, and so we were doing so uh, Tattoos Days for the longest time, and, uh, you know, people come in here and get a free tattoo. And so he, so we we hooked him up, and he wanted to get, like, these flames going up his arm. <laughs> He got it on the wrong arm. Yes. He wanted it to be on his left arm so when he was driving, he would have his arm resting
0: up on the window and people would be able to see it. He got it on his right arm. Like three quarters of the way through it. They're almost done. And he's like, oh, my God, I got this. I meant to get this on my left arm. Well, now it's for
1: the passenger seat. I've made mistakes like that. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Um, how many tattoos do yeah, you have? Like, I got Marilyn Manson lyrics written on my arm, and I didn't know he was a sexual abuser. <laughs>
4: oh, dear Lord, would it, would it be better if you could have a, uh, for that, put a, put a date when you had it tattooed on so people... you could say,
1: didn't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't know. I did not know at this time. I didn't know. Yeah.
0: Oh,
4: my God.
0: That's hilarious. Is, are, are, there, are there any He's religious
1: now? Him and Kanye are religious now. Oh yeah. yeah. What is that?
0: Apparently, he and Kanye are are, are hanging out now. And what a man can't turn
1: around 180 degrees right. <laughs> right in ten ten seconds. Oh, Preston, you're so great that you think a man can't turn his life around 180 degrees overnight just from some, some silly accusations. How <laughs> judgmental of me!
0: <laughs> wow, wow. All right, well, listen, brother, uh, we got to wrap, but it's cool that you're going to be in for the stretch that you're in. So there's a gig. I'm excited. There's a yeah an 8 p.m. gig on Wednesday. This is all at Healing Friday and Saturday. Uh, both 7, 30, and 10, and then that Sunday show at 7, so ample opportunities uh, for you to get out and see homegrown yeah. Big J Okerson. Just the best. Everybody loves you, so I'm sure these these shows are going to sell out, man. And we hope you have a good time oh, yeah. with your family and all that, brother, while you're in town. Oh, I cool.
1: will, for sure, man. It's good. it's great to see you guys. I really miss you guys a time, man. we got to get back in the studio together yeah. soon. We'll yes. do this
0: in the flesh soon, man. It's great to have you on. Big Jay Oakerson. Yeah. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Love that guy. All right, listen, we got to take a break, so we're going to do that very thing. Come back in a moment, and uh, Bizarre File Stories are up when we return, so stay put.
8: Acme. Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Your donations are needed to make this year's Camp Out a success and help families struggling with food insecurity. You can make a difference right now. Visit your local Acme throughout November and make a donation at the register when you check out. Acme will ensure your generous gift goes to local hunger organizations like Phil Abundance to provide a lifeline for area families in need. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Camp out for hunger from Acne Markets and 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first.
3: This traffic report brought to you by <laughs> AAA Car Car <laughs> And Wednesday only. Buy three tires and get one free. Plus, get a discount fund for your next oil change at AAA Car Care Center's C-Store Detail. And that's your traffic on 93.3
0: WMMR. <laughs> Why I love that so much. <laughs> okay, so before we get to the bizarre file. Yes. Oh. Oh, oh. I have oh, to get, you're there. I have to get something off my chest. Oh, no. All right. It's a little bit of a confession.
5: Oh, oh, boy. Okay.
0: See, I wrote down the word confession here. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel bad about this. Okay. What'd you do? I went, Well, I did do something. What did you put in Bill's coffee? I didn't put anything <laughs> in Bill's coffee. Um, the last day of the camp out for hunger, uh, I took something. Oh, no. And did you take the RV? Someone's? No. Well, here's the deal. Mary Mead Farms brought by six, like, Double pints of ice cream. Oh,
3: for all of us to take one?
0: And I took all of them, uh-huh. <laughs> and I ate the last one last night.
3: <laughs> oh, my God, you dick.
0: Were you, were, do you feel guilty as you were eating the last one? It's like when Homer was eating Pinchy, his, uh, yeah, his, yeah. his,
9: his lobster. Pinchy. He's crying. He's I'm
0: eating. so sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> I,
3: I mean, I have to say that I am the person that has been saying that, that they have the greatest ice cream. Oh, you hey, were choosing hey, a different farm.
6: Not just
0: you. And
3: now you eat all of the ice Listen, cream. Listen,
0: everybody was leaving, it was going to go to waste. It was in we only had one thermal container to keep it would have melted by yeah. the time you got home.
4: And you couldn't refreeze it. I took them.
0: well, actually refreezing ice cream sucks. Does it? Yeah, yeah it's All not right. good. It's yeah, it gets it, like the uh, consistency changes. Yeah. It's really weird. There's a separation. So uh, I, you're welcome. We yeah. did you a
4: favor. <laughs> you actually saved those unwanted calories. Was right. that the booze infused ice cream?
0: Yes. Okay. There was one called uh uh called um Urban something. No, 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 no. It was Hall of Fame. Yes. Uh, and that they made for us exclusively. Oh. And,
4: yeah. And so you exclusively <laughs> I had, ate I it. had no idea. I didn't
0: know that. I
4: had no idea. Yeah, yeah. It was called Hall of Fame. Yeah.
3: Wait, was there other flavors or just one? There was, there was
4: one called Romano Express. Yeah.
3: Oh, so you got to try all the flavors?
4: I like that name, <laughs> Romano
0: Express. Yeah. has espresso in it. Yes. And oh. coffee beans. Oh. Oh, there we go. Like, I just maybe they can make me
3: an ice cream and you can take all the credit and eat it too. I can
0: do that too. I'm, you know I'm good for <laughs> Since it. Since you started a tradition. No, they had what, what turned out to be my favorite flavor of the lot was uh, the chocolate peanut butter. Uh, it was really good. And I'm normally that not a peanut good. butter and ice cream guy. Oh, it was great. Let that me tell you. Sounds really good. Yeah. Let me tell you. <laughs> But I
4: feel... Did, did everyone wait. think you were going upstairs to pleasure yourself, but what you were doing was actually eating ice cream in your room?
0: I act, Our freezer is so full, I had to throw some things out just to make room for it.
3: <laughs> oh, my... Wait, hold on. If you go back to my fall yeah. activities list, I just want you to go back and look under Mary Mead Farm. The, I, when I was speaking to them on the phone, he had to turn uh, the machine that was making the peanut butter chocolate ice cream off so that I could have the conversation there with him. Wow. <laughs> there you
4: go. Wow. There you go. So it really has... It, and for Kathy, it's a special thing. That yeah. now she'll never know.
0: Uh, that I'll never. Does it not to mean to... anything to you guys that I this is eating no. at me
4: so badly that no, I needed you, to confess this and you, tell you
0: after you ate all <clears throat> of the pie? I'll tell well, you one
4: thing though. Here's how I like. For example, <laughs> Tyson, Tyson gave a whole bag of of uh, frozen their their new meatless n- yeah, n- nuggets. Nuggets. And and Marissa's not here, but I but I said to Marissa, take some of these, and she said, no, you have them. Okay. She says. I don't know what's happening with Preston, but I think he's stealing all the ice cream. Mm.
3: (laughs) Well, I was going to say, Preston, in reality, all of us here have probably taken all of something and not shared at some point. You think so? In all of the years we've been here. I hope so. Yeah, right? I'll tell you what.
4: I've grabbed an extra pie here and there when things come But, but... I, I try to wait until I, uh, I took I'm i sure no one's looking. <laughs> 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 you, 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 you I took with all of it. Anyone.
9: And just... I
0: did it knowingly. Like, I'm leaving. Oh I'm going, God. man, if
6: anybody sees this,
0: I'm totally busted. But,
6: well, all right, two things. Uh, at the end of Camp Out, it is kind of a free for all. Like, we're just They're just sitting around. Yeah, but yeah. the fact that they gave us six individually wrapped pints for each of us. <laughs> There's a little bit of a violation. <laughs> they were like two pints. I mean, they are like right. bigger than really. A pints. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, they
0: were okay. large. Okay.
4: They they do have an incredible. They like like specifically yeah.
3: gave six because there are six members on the show mm-hmm. who would like to enjoy it. You the can life. have mine I don't I don't care. as well.
4: Please tell us what it's each nice. member of the show thought of their specific yeah. flavor
6: tailored to their taste. Mm. Well, I'm emailing Kellyanne yeah. right now because she's the one who uh, brought it down on uh, whatever night it was and gave us the um, well, the thermal pack to put it in the freezer. We don't seem rude for not responding because we never got to taste it, right?
3: Nick,
4: ask
6: her to bring five by. Okay, yeah, oh. and then Christmas trees. No, I, too. Yeah, you, you yeah. did. You do oh.
4: get points for admitting it, though. You could have walked. You could have skated, and it wouldn't have been any. I issue. could have spent the. I could have been on my deathbed,
0: yeah, and waited till then. Come, yeah, i to share that information. The ice cream. But Casey what? would have Casey would have offered it up to everybody else first. Yeah, that's what he uh, I don't know.
5: Not when it comes to ice cream. No, I no. mean, well,
3: there's no way you would have left without offering it up to someone <laughs> yep. else.
5: Well, well Terry Egan, on she brought by a whole bunch of baked goods, and I didn't offer any of you guys the Hello Dollies. <laughs> yeah, you, but you, you gave to me. I, well, you, you gave had the cookies. cookies. You had the cookies, but in my defense, the Hello Dollies have coconut in them, and so, so you, you knew don't. i we we okay. no. you
0: two yeah. 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 and, and
6: Nick. But that's not for me. Casey, I have a lottery question for you because you're, uh, you have this in, innate desire to share if you were to win the lottery oh, yeah right and i admire that about you uh what's the dollar figure that you have to win in order to share everyone? Like, is it, do you have to get, win a million dollars? Oh, no, no. It's got to be multiples of millions. Okay.
5: Uh, so if yeah. you want 10 million. If I want 10 million. dollars. 10 million dollars. 10 million,
7: 10 million, 10 million dollars. Yes. 10 million, dollars. $10 million, $10 million, $10.
5: I mean, I would have to think about that for a little bit, but I think what I would probably at the very least do is, like, pay off everybody's houses or, oh, you know, right. make sure that you're your the case, ice cream. Kids <laughs> have uh, college tuition or something I would get a plate of
0: ice cream. Yeah.
5: That's it, just me. <laughs> Choke on
0: this. <laughs> Marissa?
8: Uh, back to camp out. Just curious who took all the Tito's?
0: What? I didn't even know we had Tito's, so it was not me. No, mm-hmm. me neither. And the folks mm. from
8: Tito's dropped off some some bottles and I looked at it and I was like, I could take one of these yeah, bottles. And how I was many? just
4: oh was Vodka. Kind of- Yes, yeah. I was kind
8: of waiting yeah. for you guys to be like, Marissa, you love Tito. Well, yeah, you know, we know,
4: I'm, I'm not going to. Yeah. I thought
0: when we had the guy from Tito's there, I said something about it and thought for sure that he had brought some specifically for
4: you. And I then did... there was champagne. Yeah. I didn't even get any yes. of that. Well, that can't...
0: What?
4: Champagne! That was brought by, was that Xfinity that brought that by? or Maybe
8: Acme as kind of a congratulations right. on the Hall of Fame. It was in
4: oh, celebration of the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Acme did. I, you're right.
3: Disappeared. But you listen, know what, I, to be honest, I didn't go in the RV all that much. Yeah. Right. So, you know, a lot of times we'll, like, hang out in there, to, and, you know, stuff will start to build, and then you'll see what there is, and you'll have your eye on it to take it when you leave. I didn't see it. To be honest,
4: also, because there's so many people working and breaking down the stuff, you, you, you'll you leave it there so that yeah. we are more than taken care of. People are so kind to drop off things that they specifically made for us, and it's wonderful. Uh, but, for the, you know, a lot of times you, you want to make sure that the people who are working around the thing, we're good. Let them have it. Right. And it worked out well. Uh, somebody texted in, and I'm pretty sure Preston lives the
0: closest to Mary Mead Farms <laughs> <laughs> to get more.
12: <laughs>
9: it's not far from my house at all. Oh,
6: that's funny. I didn't even. There think you it. go. It's damn good ice cream, though. It I, is? You know? Yeah. I can yeah. see when you started. Yeah. It's just funny that you waited until you finished it to let us <laughs> know.
3: Yeah.
6: I didn't think of it until. Well, no, not
2: that. But I mean, well, while I was up, I'm,
0: so, I'm,
5: I'm like, man, I really need to say maybe something. Maybe I
2: shouldn't have done this.
5: Right. There's but. no way that, my, that ice cream would have lasted that long in my household. So. I think we should all celebrate Preston for having a little bit of restraint and not eating at all in, like, a week's time. Preston, okay. yeah. thank you, thank you. It's Preston like Coach a. Simpson
4: going, maybe I should have talked this over. <laughs> all
0: right, just thought I would uh, break that news here. All right, we need to do the Bizarre file. Here we go. Now, bizarre.
2: WMMR presents bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre
0: Brought to you by KGL Skin. They're testing a topical treatment for facial acne on teens and young adults with, with uh, moderate to severe acne. If qualified, you may be paid up to three hundred and fifty dollars. KGL Skin Study Center. dot com. All right, this seems like a crime of passion that missed the mark a little bit. Nedra Brantley lives in Washington, D. C. Woke up last week to find that someone had graffitied on her car, yeah. Mike is a cheater. Oh, man. So she's got a red SUV and they used black spray paint to write, Mike is a cheater. She tells local news sources, she's never dated anyone, Mike. <laughs> she doesn't even know anyone named Mike. And she says the hood and sides of her car were spray painted as well as the license plates. And the offender had also broken the front and back windshields as well as broken the side mirrors so
4: off. it Went nuts on the
5: vehicle. And uh, yeah, she's like wrong car.
4: It's right out is, of that Carrie Underwood song. Yeah,
5: uh, I was thinking out of a uh, Big Lebowski. when uh, uh, John Goodman starts smashing the uh, uh, the, the Corvette. Cor-
0: Cor- 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 yeah. uh, Brantley's insurance company and police are working with her to make uh, things right again. It's also out of uh, Road Trip, where he tells the girl. Oh my god, she. <laughs> <to cheer. laughs> <laughs> she tells the girl that her yeah. boyfriend's cheating with her. And she destroys his car. So uh, they're trying to track down the person who did it, but no word as of yet. uh, It's going to be a tough one. Finding them goes, yeah. All right, this seems like a kid's dream come true. Engineer Michael Pick took inspiration from his childhood to break a Guinness World Record. He built the world's largest Nerf gun. Oh, I love this. He earned uh, the record by building a version of the Nerf and Strike Elite Longshot CS6. That measures 12 feet, 6 inches long, and it is 300% larger than the original
4: toy. I love those. I'm, I'm actually thinking of getting into Nerf Guts now.
0: They're, uh, they're so cool. Pick's final creation launches darts made from PVC pipe, foam, and 3D <laughs> printed caps at speeds of up to 50 miles an hour. Wow. And they can travel at maximum
4: distance about 250 My
0: feet. God. It's that,
4: gigantic. That transcends... Nerf, it the Nerf um level and becomes, that, that's a real weapon. Steve, you'll want to see, video, yeah, yeah. You'll,
0: you'll see the picture of it. It's outrageous. So, oh, my God. uh Yep, he managed to pull it off.
4: See, have you seen the commercial, the, the Nerf commercial for the holidays, Preston, where they're promoting Nerf fights, you know, after the family has their turkey dinner.
0: That's fun. Yeah. You can work off a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, calories. yeah.
4: Oh, I love this thing. All right, here's
0: a not-so-fun gun story. A two-year-old accidentally shot his father in the back and killed him Saturday night Uh, in St. Louis. Oh, my God. Uh, The man was found unconscious and not breathing. Police later confirmed it as a homicide. Authorities say that the two-year-old was handling a rifle when it went off. Uh, police also said there was a woman in the home. When the shooting happened, it's unclear whether she will face any charges or not. But that is well, tragic.
4: And how and why was yeah, a two-year-old with a that. rifle? Exactly.
0: Yeah. This story's out of Michigan. Uh, a Tim Hortons employee threw a coffee at a woman during an argument over Timbits in the drive-thru last Are month.
4: Are Timbits like uh, munchkins? Donut holes, yeah. yeah.
0: So here's the deal. You usually hear about a passenger throwing something. Yeah. At a uh, at a worker, this is the worker throwing something at the, the uh, of a, um, a, a customer. So, a criminal investigation is now underway, as is legal action against a restaurant. Police body cam footage shows an officer interviewing both the victim, Dusty Jackson, and a witness who works at the store. The victim, a 41-year-old woman, told police that she uh, got into the drive-thru window. She asked uh, to add Timbits to her order. She said the 16-year-old worker told her no. She said she told the worker that it's kind of effed up, that the donut holes couldn't be added. The worker told the woman that it wasn't her fault and the food couldn't be added to the order. The woman told police, she told the employee, I understand that, but you also understand this is stupid. You haven't given me my change back. You haven't given me my coffee back. You can't just throw Timbits in there. (laughs) The worker then slammed the window shut.
4: Where are my Timbits?
0: Uh, She told police that she turned to her husband in the passenger seat and said, what a bitch. Wow. And that's when the worker grabbed a coffee, opened the window, and chucked it at her. Here's Tim like, Bitts. These are both pretty pleasant yeah, people yeah, here. Yeah. She said the coffee was warm, not hot, and that she was not injured in the assault. She declined medical
4: treatment. I like there's a picture of the woman <laughs> sitting in the car with coffee stain on the side. Yeah, there is a, uh, this
0: is not the first time that a Tim Hortons employee has thrown coffee at a customer. Another incident happened back in 2015. Whether or not that was over Tim Bits or not, I do not know.
4: That means they're happening now every six years. Yeah, that's right. There's a correlation to the numbers here. Something's (laughs) happening and it's not pretty. It's like Pennywise (laughs) comes back every six years. Another one? It was just six years ago.
0: A cat may be the reason. Three Syracuse residents escaped an apartment fire. Officials told Syracuse.com the fire was reported Saturday morning on the first floor of the building in the city's Westcott neighborhood. And according to uh, Fire Chief Barry Lasky, uh, the residents were asleep when the fire broke out, but a cat inside the home would woke them up, and they were able to evacuate. Oh this Lord happens.
5: Jesus, this so a fire.
0: This happens from time to
4: time. Uh, our cat saved our lives years ago. The original Hubert. Uh, the pilot light went out in the stove. The house was uh, the the gas was leaking. Really, the cat came and scratched the master bedroom door. My woke my parents up. Ah. and got us out of the house. That's
0: wild. All right, well, this happened uh, uh, kind of the same way. A fire crew's arrived, and they were able to knock down the fire in about 20 minutes or so. Um, one more, or is that it? Yeah, that's it. All right, <sighs> uh, let's go with... Um... I'm wasting time here, aren't I? No. How about this? I like it. A 74 year old Jerusalem woman accidentally incinerated $10,000 to crisps in a bid to disinfect her money from COVID 19.
4: So she was like cooking her money?
0: Yeah, the woman who has not been named said that she collected the banknotes and while wearing gloves put them in a bowl with Jeez. bleach and then microwaved them. Oh, my.
4: As a result, they were set afire. You can get rid of the germs and virus if you rub them with Timbits.
0: (laughs) Uh, The woman notified the Bank of Israel about the incident and apologized, saying that she intended to replace the money, but noted that her financial situation (sighs) made this difficult. The Bank of Israel, after investigating, decided to fully reimburse the sum. Now, don't go burning your money again. Yeah, and there you go. That is what I have in the Bizarre File. We're going to break. Don't forget, it's a Tattoos Day, and you're running out of time. You're interested in winning a Preston and Steve themed tattoo from floating world tattoo and piercing text word tattoo to 39333 we'll get a winner in just a little bit stay with us
7: preston and steve their name is their address uh, on on the web preston and
0: the most hated jeweler in america makes it so easy to get engaged meet the beautiful classy and brilliant Krista, she's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring—a bright white, high-quality round brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under seven hundred dollars. Online at i or at the other corner of Eighth and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's i
7: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Tuesday morning, kind of like a Thursday. Uh, You know, tomorrow's our last day of the work week because obviously we have a holiday this week and we have your chance to win the Word of the Week prize tomorrow. So second letter coming up. we get with Pierre in a little while. Right now we're going to do something different. We're going to give away the lesson question. uh, Let's see. The thriller, the unnerving horror thriller, A House on the Bayou on Digital is what is up for grabs now. So the question... Uh, that I think we will ask this morning is what album title was inspired by the glove box in one of Casey's old cars? 215 two one five two six three wmmr Or it should be an album title for Casey. It was in the glove box of one of his old cars. What would that be? Two one five two six three wmmr Do you know the answer? Well, you should call now because we're going to do the trash while you are calling in. The
2: trash business is a gold oh, mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
0: And it is brought to you by Horizon Services. Their Black Friday total heating event is on. You can book a heater tune-up for $59 and get 50% off the spring AC tune-up for $29. Visit horizonservices.com.
4: What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Britney Spears' mother, Lynn Spears, is hopeful that her daughter can put the conservatorship issue behind them and celebrate Thanksgiving with the family. Lynn says you'd be surprised how a homemade pecan pie can make someone forget they were in prison for 13 (laughs) 80s teen star Tiffany having vocal issues while performing Sunday night in Melbourne, Florida, causing her to scream F you at the audience. Luckily, the audience didn't hear the rant because he was in the bathroom.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my.
4: And finally, Carol Baskin is reacting to claims made in Tiger King 2 that she knows where her husband Don Lewis is buried. Baskin calls the claims ridiculous, saying, "Who in their right mind buries tiger crap? <laughs> <laughs> Not your Hollywood crap." All right, we'll
0: find out if someone has indeed been paying attention this morning. What album title is inspired by the glove box and one of Casey's old cars? And to Stephen, we go. Hi, Stephen. Good morning. Hey, what's up? Yo, bud. All right. So, what's the album title inspired by the glove box and one of Casey's old cars?
12: Is it
0: uh, glove box of Dildo? Yeah, glove box of. <laughs> Glove box full of dildos. Hang on just a second. And Steven, we are going to give you a uh, copy of the unnerving horror thriller, A House on the Bayou, on digital. Family vacation takes a sinister turn when neighbors show up for dinner uninvited, testing the family's fragile bond and forcing dark secrets to come to light. You can buy it or rent it on digital and on demand now. Uh, it's unrated, and it is from Paramount Pictures. Preston and
2: Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. I
0: got bronchitis. All right, brought to you by KGL, uh, KGL Skin. Yes, they are testing a topical treatment for facial acne on teens and young adults with moderate to severe acne. If qualified, you may be paid up to $350. KGLSkinStudyCenter.com uh, We will start with this. Okay, this is a weird story and it continues. Spencer Eldon, the baby that was featured on Nirvana's Nevermind album. Oh, is this still going on? Filed an amended complaint yesterday claiming that he was photographed dressed as Hugh Hefner. According to Rolling Stone, the court documents claim the photographer, Kirk Weddle, intended to trigger, quote, a visceral sexual response from the viewer by activating Spencer's gag reflex before throwing him underwater in poses highlighting and emphasizing Spencer's exposed genitals. So what he means by that, I've seen them do this with babies before. You blow into their nose or mouth, and it causes them to (gasps) hold their breath, and you can then put them underwater. Uh So I'm sure that's what they did. He goes on to say, uh, Weddle soon after produced photographs of Spencer dressed up and depicted as Hugh Hefner. Okay, don't know about those. The complaint, now this is really messed up. The complaint also cites disturbing journal entries from Kurt Cobain. The documents note undated journals written by a by Cobain sketch uh, the album cover in a uh, I'm sorry, undated journals written by Cobain sketch the album cover in a sexual manner with semen all over it. It says oh. Oh. in several instances the journals describe Cobain's twisted vision for the Nevermind album cover along with his emotional struggles. He said, "I like to make incisions into the belly of infants and then." F the incision until the child dies. So what? that's, I would imagine that was Kurt writing really twisted, bizarre. My grandmother used to say the
4: same thing. Oh, she did oh, really. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> it was kind of. It was her version of the night before Christmas. So uh, that's
3: more than twisted and bizarre. Oh yeah,
4: that's that's disgustingly,
3: yeah,
4: dark
0: and horrible.
4: Well, you're not going to see it on a Hallmark card.
0: Right. But Kurt's dead. I don't think it had anything to do with this kid, but they've just found more stuff to throw in the pile. Well, they're
4: going to try to... Listen, I I don't know what incited this. My guess is, um, I I don't know. I don't want to cast aspersions on the deal, but it seems like it could be a late-stage money grab. Yeah, either that or, or maybe just, you know... I
0: don't know. People have given him crap over the years what? for being the naked baby on Nirvana's "Nevermind," and it really bothered him. And now he wants to do something about he's it. He's a
4: full-grown adult, though. Yeah. It, had you not, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All
0: right. Anyhow, we'll let you know if anything else comes up.
4: Of that, Brent Smith
0: shared his appreciation for Adele's recent victory, uh, convincing Spotify to top uh, playing albums on automatic stop playing albums on automatic shuffle. Uh, the Shinedown singer wrote on Instagram: "The fact that Adele was able to get Spotify to remove the shuffle button on album pages is massive. Simply put, albums do tell a story, whether they are conceptual or not. They are a snapshot, a window in time into the hearts and minds of the artist."
4: Think of the massive push that Adele. I mean, I thought, okay, she was at a certain level, and I knew she was revered, and those, that, you know, that, that that other that first album was, you know, just huge. But she got a, a one-hour commercial from Oprah. that oh, interview. She's all over the news every time. You know, you, you we're checking prep every day. There's loads of Adele stories. Yeah. Who's ever handling her promotions and marketing is a
5: genius. Hey, I don't know if it was a mashup or if it was a collaboration. But anybody hear the uh, uh, the collab between her and Chris Stapleton? I don't know if it was a mashup or not. Uh, 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 no, I don't know. Okay, yeah, because is uh, it good? I haven't heard it. it there was a. Um, there's a post I saw on social media yesterday that says, you need to go listen to this right now. But they didn't offer up a, uh, a link to listen to it. Okay, it's easy on me. Yeah. I kind
4: of called it up with Chris Tableton. Yeah, I By the way, it. Adele looks completely nothing like, I mean, obviously she had the weight loss. She looks like a glamour model now. Yeah. yeah. Very, very beautiful.
0: Uh, Pearl Jam's Jeff Amit will be the special guest on the November 23rd episode of Real Sports with Brian Gumbel. Oh, that's a great show. It's a fantastic show, yeah. Uh, Mary Carrillo traveled to Montana to get a first hand look at the spectacular skate parks uh, that Jeff has built and the story behind them as well. Uh-huh. Uh, Real Sports Brian Gumble is available on HBO and HBO Max. So starting the twenty third, you will be able to. So he
4: funded the skate parks, or
0: yeah, he's really into that. Nick would know more about it than I do. He's
6: done quite a few, Steve, and so he finds uh, communities that need them and uh, builds them, uh, especially sort of in impoverished areas. He's done it on. uh, Native American reservations, and uh, so you know this is a cause that's near and dear to his heart. He's also a really good skater, so it's um, something that he loves to do on on his own. That's very cool. Yeah. One last story. The Edge revealed
0: Rolling Stone that U2 has begun the long process of creating new music. The guitarist said we are firmly locked in the Tower of Song and working away...
4: The by the airport.
0: Working away on a bunch of uh, new things, and I'm just... uh, I'm having so much fun writing and not necessarily having to think about where it's going to go. It's more about enjoying the experience of writing and just having uh, no expectations or limitations on the process. He said you need those moments of inactivity just to listen to music, and we're all enjoying that right now. Out right now, by the way, is a special uh, Standard & Deluxe final 30th anniversary release of U2's Octoing Baby, which will be coming out on December 3rd, and it's a 50-track digital box set as well. Earlier this month, U2 released its first new song since 2019, Your Song Saved My Life which will be featured in the animated musical feature Sing 2, which opens on December 22nd. Bono voiced the film's character, Clay Calloway, who is described as
4: a reclusive lion rock star. Clay wasn't in the first one,
11: was no. he?
5: Was Matthew McConaughey was in the first one, though, right? Yeah, he's, he kind of plays, not uh, kind of, he, he plays the guy who owns the theater. Okay,
0: yep, that's who Matthew McConaughey's character is. The Edge shed light on the band contributing to the film soundtrack said that's not a thing that U2 normally does, uh, but it's in the spirit of mixing it up, keeping people guessing and trying different things. And it felt like a worthy thing. And also, it's a movie about great songs. And we felt very comfortable in the company. There's a lot of talking animals. That we were keeping there. Uh, When pressed about the rumors that U2 might be considering revamping the band's legendary 1992-93 Zoo TV tour for the modern day, the Edge said, I would love that. And I couldn't rule it out. I think Zoo TV is such a current thought. Uh, Back then, we were dealing with the overload and kind of the whiplash of 24-7 news cycles, which hadn't been known before. And it was the overload of cable TV and hundreds and hundreds of channels. And little did we know that that was just the beginning of this avalanche of channels to kind of draw your attention.
4: That would be wild because <clears throat> I, I, I'm sure you saw that concert tour where he walks out and there is basically this remote box hanging from wherever. Mm-hmm. And he could control that huge screen behind him jumping from channel to channel. Yeah. And uh, now... I mean, that was nothing what yeah. he had basically back then.
0: I went on to say I think Zoo TV could absolutely come back and be just as relevant, but we haven't actually got to the point of doing anything more than uh, this kind of talk. Uh, but I wouldn't rule it out again. The, you know, product- I think it
4: would be a great promotion for that person if they do just decide to do that is automatically um, upload it to everyone's phones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. People love that. <laughs> uh, he said the
0: production team from that tour are still with us, and that's what's fun about it. So you never know. And that is it. That's uh, Music News. We have one final break to take. When we return, we'll get you one letter closer to our Word of the Week prize, which we give away tomorrow, so don't you dare miss it. We'll have that next.
7: Did you know you can listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: It's certainly been a pleasant morning spending it with you today. Uh, we've definitely had a good time, and we got a couple more things to do before we wrap for the day. Uh, one of those things is give away a free tattoo because today is Tattoo Tuesday, and we got ourselves a winner. We had people texting all morning long, and the recipient of the Preston and Steve Show theme tattoo is. Mr. Chris Heinzinger. Or it might be Ms. Chris Heinzinger. I'm not sure. From Philadelphia. And we are going to set Chris up with a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Uh, Tattoos Day on the Press and Steve Show is presented by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And they're located at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia for artwork samples. Visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. Thank you to Mr. Big J. Okerson. Yeah. Who awesome. was on today's program? And he is in town, It'll be at Helium Comedy Club tomorrow night uh, for one show, and then two shows on Friday and Saturday, and then one show on Sunday. And uh, he's excited to be in town, and uh, he is just hilarious when you go to see his show. I mean, I'm I'm hurting from laughing so hard when uh, he is doing his thing. So it was nice to have him on today. Pierre Robert is here. Nice to have you on today.
2: Thank you. Nice to be on.
0: Excellent. And uh, we're getting ready to... Tomorrow's uh, kind of a Friday. Yes. So we need to get our second letter for only our three-letter word. You ready for that? Wait. It's only a three-letter word? Preston and
2: Steve <laughs> on Muggy33 WMMR.
0: Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. A as in attitude. I like that. Positive attitude, please. We're going to give away a PlayStation classic video game console, Resident Evil Director's cut for Sony PlayStation, complete with registration card and a $400 Visa gift card. And returning to the origins of the massively popular Resident Evil franchise, fan and filmmaker Johannes Roberts brings the games to life. For a whole new generation of fans, you can uh, check it out. It's Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City in theaters tomorrow, by the
4: way. That movie is actually supposed to be very loyal to the original feel of the first couple of games, Preston. Okay. So um, I was watching some of the uh, trailer action and some of the additional clips, and they they seem to really want to replicate those original, like the dogs and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So it looks pretty interesting. Nice. Yes,
0: yeah. Excellent. Cool. Uh, Pierre's getting ready to uh, settle in and take care of you today. What's uh, Saper happening? Saperman,
2: Saperman,
5: instead of Superman. Remember,
0: Remember
2: last no. last week's letter? was... Oh, that's right. <laughs> Saper, Saper. That instead is of uh, it was S A P, and Casey had been aiming towards Sappy, but I didn't I didn't uh, cross uh, currents with him, and then I went with an E, and then Sapy Sape. And then Saper. Right. So it became Saperman. Okay. Uh, and you and are forever known as Saperman.
4: Forever. I'd forgotten, sorry. I am Saperman. I'm sorry, Saperman. Whenever a downtrodden mask screams out for help, Saperman is there. Saperman
2: sapes it up. <laughs> what? <laughs>
3: sapes it
2: up. <laughs> sapes it up. Mm-hmm. It's better than yesterday's. What was yesterday? Door knocker. Oh, oh no, yeah. no, knob <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Saber is more innocent was, than one who furiously licks knobs. I was right, yeah. laughing
0: about that all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had a chuckle.
2: Okay, on the program, we'll have um, Workforce Blocks of Bon Jovi and the Black Keys and the Killers. We've got another pair of tickets for Genesis, the last Domino Tour, on Thursday, December 2nd. That's coming up soon now, and uh, that will be cool. And it's Double Shot Tuesday. Nice. Yeah. Wonderful.
6: Speaking of Bon Jovi, uh, our buddy Brian from Cor- Chorus Photography just put up a series of photos of you, Pierre, including one of my favorites, which is uh, you chatting with John uh, two or three years ago. And uh, you guys, I guess we're at the Wells Fargo Center, did a nice interview before All that right. show. But I love the photo because Pancake is just hanging out in the background. and see, Pancake's out of focus in the photo. And you have to look closely to be able to see him. But it's you and John in the foreground. And then Pancake just doing his job, sitting in the back, hanging out, you know.
2: We put that on the Christmas card that year. Yeah. uh, Because it it features me and Cake and uh, John. And that was our fiftieth anniversary show. It was uh, quite a date. Brian has taken some amazing photographs yeah. through the years.
4: Let me ask you. Uh, but and he is—he's an amazing photographer. Um, what what do you most often refer to? Pancake as? I've heard of Mister. I've heard you say Mister. Cake. Cake.
5: Mm.
2: And uh, and uh, what what gets the most usage? I think lately I've been just going with cake. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, you know, it's sort of a. Uh, uh, um, uh, yeah, I've been hearing that. I just wondered if that was sort a... Of, a a abbreviation, sort of a term of affection, you know, like uh, and staying, instead of saying, um, you know, knob liquor. Knob liquor, yeah. you say knob. Yeah. Yo, nobby.
4: <laughs> um, so we have a cat, Cupcake, and we call her Cake. Okay. Yeah. So to, yeah. Yeah.
2: it's kind of that kind of a
4: right.
5: thing. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Hey, so if you want to see more of these photos and, and uh, take a, a gander over to uh, WMMR's Instagram page because there's a lot of photos and
2: as well as. Uh, audio clips of you from years past. It's amazing. Oh, cool. We're we're enjoying the tribute. Well, thank you. Um, Yeah, I ought to come in on... That's my favorite photo right there that almost has ever been taken of me. The one right before that. You're kind of standing in an open uh, arena. That, again, was at the 50th anniversary show. Um, Anyway, uh, yeah, so... Someday, uh, you guys ought to have me in for, like, as a guest or something. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. I'm going to get to that. I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show is brought today by Acme. You can now know the Acme app. See your old new deals, rewards. I had a line set and everything. I'm not even going to use it now. In uh, perks today. You can visit acmemarkets.com for details. Also brought to you by Dunkin', the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Uh, tomorrow, a Fox Good Day. We'll do that. We have a secret text for it. And Pierre Robert will be on our podcast. Hey. Yeah, that's true. What? That's true. What that, was the line you were going to use? Uh, I don't even remember I right? filed it away. That's it, I We I aired it done. up again, didn't I? Rage on, have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye bye. Preston and Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the Baba
7: Two
3: Ba Welcome to Modern Life, a brand new podcast from Fidelity Investments that's here to help you live your best life. From marriage and parenting to choosing a career and deciding how to invest your time and money, each week you'll hear stories from incredible people about triumph, change, and discovering their purpose. Search Modern Life wherever you find your podcast and hit follow or subscribe for new episodes. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC, 900 Salem Street, Smithfield, Rhode
8: Island, 02917.